live from the plushly appointed studios of WQAM, your sports bag headquarters, it's the George Rodriguez Show. Oh, my God. Everybody's favorite cryptic son of a bitch. Join George and his guests, Jesus Christ, Alan Sood, Angus Khan, Sammy Khan, James Khan, Jessica Hawk, Nietzsche, Donna Michi, Kierkegaard, Harvey Firestein, Al Goldstein, Joe Costello, Lou Costello, Greg Reed, Robert Reed, Lou Reed, Donna Reed, Bluff Lindsay, John Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham, Jim Jones, Dave Koresh, Some Young Moon, Dave Madden, Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson, Mason Reese, Oblio, Andy Dick, Dick Harvey, Joe Rose, Pete Rose, Rose Marie, Napoleon Kaufman, Martin Buber, Herschel Barnardi, Patty Lesher will attempt to balance a plate on his penis and slice roast beef for his fever. The George Rodriguez Show is brought to you by the Taoism Game of Life board game. You'll say, wow, it's Tao. I don't give a rat's ass about it. Yeah, but wait, yeah, but wait a second. Tonight is right for love. You know, I want to touch you where the lights don't go. Tonight is right for love. With Mary Facts to burn Oh! Expressing love so sweet. I'll keep you burning like a dog in heat. Tonight is right for love with Mary Faster Burning. Oh! Without a love that was so magical. Mary Faster Burning, burning, burning in my soul. I'm not talking about Mary Faster Burning today. I'm talking about Meredith Baxter Burner that was on Family Ties 10 years ago. Okay. Sorry. Okay, son, but this song is about Meredith Baxter Burning, all right? But not about splinter wood in your eyes. You're right. Here, have a taco. Oh, taco, great. I, I need a taco. Messing mm. up my business with Meredith Baxter Burning, okay? Mm. Yeah, great. Tonight is right for love. The rain is falling and Jelena is on. Let's turn down the lights, turn up the volume and go crazy. I'll touch your body and soul 
And change the channels with remote control Cause tonight is right for love With Mary Buster Burns I think I'm going to play this whole CD today Friday, I want to keep it light I don't want Al Goldstein calling back in and, uh, and telling me that I'm too heavy Boy, I love how those cut off, don't you? So I wanted to start with a romantic song because I wanted to talk about weddings. And I'm going to talk about the Grease Man thing, too, and his aberrant comments about uh, John William King and James Byrd Jr. The, uh, good job sentencing this guy to death, by the way. Oh! The redneck that, uh, that dragged that guy to death and the Grease Man got fired. Well, the article says, the headline says fired and then the article says suspended. But I wanted to talk about weddings. Thanks to the wife for giving me a topic today. I had no idea what I wanted to talk about this morning, and, uh, and she gave me one. So where would I be without the wife besides single and with a lot more money? Oh, I mean, where would I be without the wife? Weddings, neither one of you two in there. We have Tommy and Joe in the other room, the changing of the guards going on because Joe has to go up and grind the spot machine out. Both of you are not married, and I'm sure you're, you're getting married, and I'm sure you can't wait, right? That was your idea, Tommy, right? It was your idea, and you can't wait, right? Yeah, and you're going to dress yes, up in a penguin was. suit? Are you going to dress up in a penguin suit and like yeah, do the probably. church thing and, and, and all that stuff? And you're up on that? Yeah, I'm up on that. You're going to dress up in a, in a tux? Sure, And yes. stand up in front of the people and this was your idea? Sure, why not? Why sure, wouldn't why not? be my idea? And, and, and you don't feel like a clown? No, why would I feel like, like a clown? I'm getting married to the person that I love, eh? No, I'm not talking about the marriage part. I'm talking about the wedding part. That no. whole big ceremony. It sounds funny. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Yeah? How about you, Joe? You can't wait, right? I'm sure that you can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you're the first guy that I've ever met that actually thought that the whole wedding thing was a good idea. You know, most of the guys that I've talked to, most, not most all, everyone that I've talked to up till this point. Bachelor party? Great idea. Honeymoon? Great idea. That thing in between? I hope that I'm really hung over so that it's like a blur to me. Getting up like a fool in front of a crowd of uh, people, friends, family, their family, people you've never spoken to in years, standing in front of a church, standing there for like an hour, hour and a half, standing there feeling like a dork. You're not going to feel like a dork. No, you can't do the whole like uh, prayer thing. You just have to do the ceremony, boom, bam, get it over with. You can't do the whole is, prayer is that, thing. So that's what you're going to go for? You're not going to... No prayers, no church. Hopefully no. it'll be like a house wedding type thing. Oh, house wedding type thing outside? See, I, I like the, uh, the, the novel weddings, like the skydiving weddings or the underwater weddings where they hold the cards up. That's kind of, you know... But my whole thing about the weddings is like, first of all, the money. What a waste of money. What a waste of thousands of dollars. And see, and we're going to get all these women calling up telling me that I'm crazy, that we're crazy because this is a woman thing. No question. All right, change into the guards. You take off, Joe. We'll talk to Tommy about this because this is totally new to me. Most guys I talk to, now again, not most all, with the exception of Tommy, feel like, like when you score, when you bag a babe, it's like the hunter coming out of the woods with the deer draped over his shoulders, right? When you get married, that's like the deer coming out of the woods with the hunter draped over its back. So most guys drag their heels, needless to say, because it's the end of single life. It's the end of strange It's the end of all the, uh, the fun times, supposedly, that guys have. Not that we don't want to have families and the household and all these wonderful things, but just that, that whole ceremony thing is really strange to most guys, except obviously for Tommy, who wants to have a, an abbreviated wedding. Well, how about the Vegas thing? Because that's what we did, the wife and I. What'd you do? We went to uh, the cheapest 
place we could find. We wanted to do the drive-through chapel, like on 84. They have a drive-through chapel on 84. Yeah, I think they call it the wedding vows or something like that. Really, that's pretty cool. So we were we we hooked up. I mean, this is long after we'd already been living together and had the kid and everything like that. Because and the, and the wife, I take lots of shots uh, at her on the air, but bottom line, she's my best friend. I love her. We have some common points that that we couldn't have a relationship without, and one of them is we think weddings are incredibly ridiculous things, and it was the furthest thing from our mind. Uh, the origins of weddings. You know, every every culture has them. Every culture has them. And it started with a little public declaration, this is my person, this is my person, all the rest of you stay away, that kind of thing. And then the church had to get into it in other countries and other cultures where they put themselves into the position of pimps. And this is where in the in European culture, our culture, the, uh, the white bread people's ancestors, this is how it started. People were running around getting together, having sex and having babies. And all of the priests of all of the religions said, hey, you know, we got to cash in on this somehow, so let's make sex a sin and make it so that the people have to come to us to have sex. Basically, you bring your sex partner to us, the priest, give us money, we'll perform a farcical ceremony so that and, and somehow turn the dirty, dirty act of sex into a beautiful, miraculous uh, bond union thing. They're going to redefine sex because they, they're God's pimps. So that, that concept offended me. And I don't need anybody's permission to have sex or to reproduce. And the wife shares that opinion. We had no intention uh, of getting married. And we probably never would have gotten married if not for all of the legal ramifications uh, that, that go with not being married when you're together. Like if I died, she would have no say in my funeral. She would have no power to keep the priests from 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 reading their uh, bubblemices over my dead corpse, which is very important to me. I know I'll be dead. I don't care. I care now what, what will happen then. I don't want any any witch doctors shaken maracas over my dead carcass. That's very important to me. She wouldn't have had any power to control that, not to mention inheriting all of my stuff and, you know, all that crap. So we're in Vegas one day. We're bored on a Saturday afternoon. We gambled our uh, our budget, our gambling budget, our $20 each, because we, we did almost no gambling in Vegas. There's so many other things to do. So we're sitting there in the hotel room. There I am uh, on the bed, sitting in Indian cell with the yellow pages on my lap, calling up all the chapels, asking which one's the cheapest, comparing prices and everything. And the, um, the drive-through one was closed on this particular day. I don't know why. That was, that was plan A, is the drive-through one. But instead, we went to Wee Kirk of the Heather Chapel, the cheapest one open. Complimentary limousine, all you have to do is tip the driver. And she wore a black dress that I had picked out. Very nice, very nice, but I was in gray. She was in black because it was a depressing day for us. To us, it was like succumbing to... Uh, social pressures or, or you know what I'm saying, like goose-stepping in line with the system that, that neither one of us believed in. If we had just, you know, and I know that there is a way to do that, to go to a lawyer or something like that and the justice of the peace and have it all hashed out, but it's kind of a big multi-step pain in the ass. We're in Vegas. We could do this cheap. I could put it on my American Express, which is what I did, and just, you know, bada-boom, bada-bing, simple. We're both lazy slobs. So that's what we did, and Billy Joe Jim Bob did the ceremony. He must have been, and this is the wife's line, I'm using her material here, he must have been watching the tractor pull in the other room. Some cracker, some redneck out in Vegas. He was wearing Reebok tennis shoes sticking out from under his, uh, his greasy robes. There were two people there, two more people than I would have wanted to be there because it was an embarrassing thing. And even though we weren't dressed up in, in the, you know, the monkey suits, and even though none of our friends and family were there, just a couple of strangers, the lady that swiped my credit card and the, um, and, and the minister, Billy Joe, Jim, Bob, Buford, Tyrone, 
it was still embarrassing. And he's reading to us from the Corinthians, and I'm like, you know, shifting my weight from one foot to another, going, cut to the chase, Bill. Cut to the chase. I don't want to read from, you know, I know what uh, Paul said to the Corinthians about marriage, blah, 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 love is this, love is that. Just, just wave your hand, tell me we're married so that we can get out of here and get going to our free meal at the Rhapsody. So, so that's what we did. And it was embarrassing. And it wasn't. And even though my mother and and to a certain extent my family, in, in a more subtle way, used to always bitch at us about when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? When are you going to stop living in sin? When are you going to make a, an honorable woman of your wife? When are you going to make your child not illegitimate, etc. And so on. Even though we find, you know, this would have been good news to them. We waited like a year and then some before we even let anybody know. And then it was just in passing, like my mother's bitching at me one day going, when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? In Spanish, of course. And, and I was, oh, last year, Ma, so get off our back already. Last year, ah, 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 the pictures, the pictures. And, and everybody said, well, you didn't get any presents. That's fine. It, was, it wouldn't have been worth it to me to stand up there like a goon with all these people. And I've been a participant in so many weddings. And obviously, Cuban, Cuban culture, nobody has uh, bigger, gaudier, more expensive weddings. And I want to have some calls today from some, uh, some Cuban fathers I want to know what they dropped on weddings. 10,000 or more easy on some of these weddings that I've been to. And, and it's ridiculous what you could do with 10 Gs instead of just blowing it. That's like putting it into a big pile and setting fire to it, you know, like on one day, a big day. And what, what do you get? You get a photo album and you get your wedding dress in a box, which they rip off. Did you see that thing on Lisa? They ripped off Lisa's dress, too. She, they were doing a show on how these people who professionally pack and store the wedding dresses so that you can give them to your daughter later as if, because they're gaudy, ugly things, and they're out of fashion like the very following year. So anyway, but whatever. It's a wet pipe dream. They store them in these boxes, but apparently these people were just putting, like, like chiffon, just material in these boxes and, taking the, and stealing the wedding dresses and reselling them because they're expensive. And there is no more expensive dress that you could buy, and you're going to wear it one day and get pictures out of it. And, and I could go on and on, and I, and I think I will, but I'm uh, late for the break. 14 after 10. Jeez, we just got here, and I already don't know the time. 10.14 on 560 QAM. 12-gauge under my chin. Hey, it's either that or old Sparky, dude. Watching women are staring, they're green, who's envy. But I'm not sharing, some say he's brainless. Not much fun talking, not much to look at. But I ain't looking to smell just a little too much. That's are a little too slow. His nose is just a little too long. But while they're groaning, I will be moaning, loving. He's got a really big trouser trout. The girls will scream if they let it out. He's got a really big trouser trout. I'm fishing for love. That's why you make me just twist and shout. 
1025-60 WQAM 5670560 if you want to talk. Pound 560 on the mobile one line if you're a guy that isn't embarrassed and actually thinks it's a good idea. Now, beyond not being embarrassed, you think it's a good idea to dress up like a penguin and dump all this money down the drain and stand up there. Not you, but I want to hear from some other guys that think it's a good idea. By the way, thank you, Dunkin' Donuts. That greps just reminded me. Uh, if I'm buzzing today, if I'm talking faster than usual, it's because... in in addition to the normal amount of coffee that I had this morning, I also had one of their iced cappuccinos, their colada things, on top of the uh, the bagel breakfast uh, that they had up there. So I'm just totally wired today. So I want to hear from guys that actually think that's a good idea, that like that, because I've never met any besides now Tommy, but you know even he wants to have the, the toned down kind. Mostly it's a woman thing, and the wife tries to explain it to me, and but she's not really good at it, and neither are any of her friends because they're all evil and they all laugh at, at weddings almost as much as I do. And they make fun of the brides about the uh, the whole tiara thing. See, that's how they explain both weddings and the Miss America thing is that women want to be princesses. They want to wear that tiara. Oh, my tiara. This is how they go. They go on and on. I get to wear a tiara, and I get a picture of me wearing a tiara. And that's the other thing. There, there are lawsuits going on because the photographers screw up the wedding pictures. Just to bring it home to you, what it's all about, it's about that album. That's the only thing they take away from that ceremony is that album and a dress in a box, assuming that they don't uh, screw it up. And we've all watched America's Funniest Home Videos, so you see all these, all these wedding disasters that are going on. And there's so much pressure on everyone involved to make this the perfect day, because it's her day. It's supposed to be the happiest day of her life, most miserable day in the guy's life, usually, but the happiest day in her life. That's what we keep hearing as if to say that the rest of her life is now negligible. It's not going to be as good as that. The rest of your life is going to be dog shit. This is your day. It's not going to get any better than this. You're wearing a really, really ugly white dress, and they, they are really ugly for the most part. For the most part. You see, E has specials on celebrity weddings, and, and that's another thing. We're going we're gonna to watch the celebrities get married, you know, as if they can do it better, as if, yeah, they, they'll spend more bucks on it, and every once in a while on the celebrity weddings, you'll see some kind of a really mellow, casual wedding dress kind of thing. But they're always going to do something stupid like Julie Roberts with a barefoot, barefoot wedding. All right, whatever. When she married Lyle, I love it. Yeah. So, but the thing is, and, and we're, we were embarrassed. We were both embarrassed. We're standing out in front of the, uh, the hotel, the Imperial Nazi Palace, Nazi bastards, I hate them. We're standing out there waiting for the limo to come pick us up, the complimentary stretch limo, by the way. And uh, a couple of the, our coworkers, the, the salespeople in question that we went on the trip with, were walking back into the hotel. And, oh, don't you like guys look nice? Where are you going? Blah, blah. We're going out. We didn't even tell them that we were going to go get married. It, we, were, we were embarrassed. And besides the fact that it was none of their business, and that's the bottom line of how the wife and I felt about it, it's nobody's business. The nature of our relationship is no one's business. For us to have a public ceremony, because that's what it would have been like. We're going to stand up here and declare to the world, hey, we're going to have sex with each other now. We're going to have children. We're going to move in together. It's nobody's business. So I didn't feel the need to stand up there and spend a whole bunch of bucks 
I, I got away with under a hundred bucks. My wedding, the, 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 the tip to the limo driver, the, the meal was free. The after wedding meal was free. The honeymoon, we were on it because that was a free trip to Vegas under a hundred bucks. And, and that was too much for me. You know, that hurt because I didn't want to, because again, where did that money go? We got a piece of paper from it. The piece of paper didn't make me love my person more, my significant other. didn't make me love her more. It just gave her some legal rights, which I understand as a woman, you have to protect yourself. That's the, the purpose of marriage. I'm not talking about marriage necessarily. I'm talking about that wedding, that ceremony, that big, big waste of time and money and that, that has to come off perfectly or it's ruined. It's ruined forever. You understand that. You can't go back and redo it. It's ruined forever. And they sue photographers if they screw up the pictures. And they sue the church if they screw up the ceremony. And they sue whoever screws up the ceremony gets sued because you're ruining the wife's perfect day. So maybe some women can explain what the big deal is about standing up there in the ugliest dresses ever created, white, ugly, gaudy, crappy things, and... I want to hear from some guys that will uh, tell me how much they dropped on a wedding. And I want to hear from some guys that tell me that, oh, I like that. I like that good idea, that big ceremony, dressing like a penguin, standing up there, standing for an hour or more while the priest recites some crap, some swill, with everyone staring at the back of your head and then throwing rice on you. You're supposed to throw bird seed now, I understand, because the birds eat the rice and their stomachs explode and, and that's bad. We don't want to do that. 1025 on 560 WQAM. You have to hit the button over there. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. A planet where apes evolved from men. Started from her feature rug, the tongue up her thighs. To get her looped voice in case she's just a little tight. Then you make the move that makes her feel all right. And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right. Put her in position for the full attack. Her ankles by her ears as you push her legs back. Now she's ready to go. Time to give her a step. That's what I call falling abroad. Starting from her feet, you run your tongue up her thighs. To get her loose and moist in case she gets a little tight. And then you swirl around and swirl around from left to right. Pull her in position for a full attack. Her ankle by her ears as you push your legs back. Now she's ready to go. Time to give her a step. And that's what I call falling abroad. It's better than your hand when you gotta get off. 1030-560 WQAM, Dade County, wide open, 305-567-0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. I really have to update my music library because I wanted some wedding music, and the closest thing I could find is the uh, the soundtrack to Muriel's Wedding that I have with lots of ABBA on it, which is great. It's got bells for what it's worth. I'm just going to have to go out and, and just scour the city for just all kinds of generic and, uh, and drop a lot of money on it. Unfortunately. So we know that it's women that are into this whole big wedding thing. They're the ones to cry. They're the ones to get all excited for each other, etc. and so on. And, and the soap operas, it's clear on the soap operas. I swear to God, sometimes they create whole storylines that 
just so that they can end up in a wedding and they can have another one of these soap operas. Like Luke and Laura's wedding. How publicized is that? That was on the news for like a month and nobody gave a crap. No one with a penis gave a crap about Luke and Laura's wedding. As if. As if it had anything to do with anything. They're, you know, Luke was incredibly ugly. Incredibly ugly with his frizzy hair. And, oh, Luke and Laura's wedding. They're going to get married with this wedding. And anytime there's a wedding on TV and I'm flipping the channels and there's another non-wife. And sometimes the wife just wants to see it to make fun of the dresses. Because this is what kind of an evil bitch she is. She wants to make fun of, you know, throw garbage at the TV screen. And like, you look ridiculous! And they do. They absolutely do. Boca, hello. 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 I got a few problems with the wedding thing here. Okay. First of all, she was married once. So, in order to go back to the Catholic Church, you got to get annulled. Right. Right? Oh, what, what a scam that is. Yeah. They got to charge you another $5,000 or whatever. Right. That, you know? To undo it. Right. Uh, by the way, you, you realize... I had nothing to do with it. You realize that when the uh, wedding gets annulled, her, her hymen magically grows back. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check <laughs> anyway, it out. But, um... Uh, she like dropped like about twelve years ago. She dropped like this major amount of money on the first wedding. How much? Ballpark. I don't want to tell you. Laugh at me. N well, no, this is what it's about, dude. I come from a culture where th they must have the record. The Cubans must hey. have the record for expensive weddings. Hialeah, half their industry <sighs> is bridal shops, flower shops, fancy candle shops. It's a wedding town. Yeah. Go for it. Come on, share. Sixty. Sixty grand. Your dad was a millionaire, so you know, still is. But. Whoa. Oh, Let's see if we can beat that today. So five years later, well, uh, five have been married to her five years now. I have a tear. Now. I have a tear in my eye thinking about what I could do with 60. Oh, I know. Hey, I had nothing to do with it. Oh. Matter of fact, when we got married, I said, well, forget this church thing. My uh, grandfather was, was a notary. I'm swooning. Yeah, I know. Well, he, he, that's he, a condo. Well, here's what I did. I, made, I got married on New Year's Eve by my grandfather. No priest, nothing. And it was great. Uh huh. We had a big party, and that's the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. And my wife liked it, too. Okay, and I'm not talking about the wedding thing. I'm very up on the concept of two people spending uh -huh. their lives together. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. But it's just... If you guys what do a, it... What a big pot of money to dump on one oh, day. We still spent decent money, even though it was, you know, just on, you know, a small little thing with our, you know... We still spent, you know... How many uh, good parties could you buy? Uh, grand? I don't even want to talk about that. All right. So, there you go. So, just, uh, you know, if you can... Okay. Do what I you bet, can, but, I mean. But, and you felt like an idiot. Uh, I felt like I was trying to get through it real fast. Right. To sweat and wanted to drink. Hurry up, so. let me get out of here that's so that it. I can drink and go, you know, right. go to the honeymoon. All right. That's it, man. Thank you very All much. Right. Bye-bye. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I think we're going to uh, have a trouble. Have a trouble? No, I'm uh, speaking Spanglish. We're going to have trouble finding men that actually, oh, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Boynton Beach, hello. Boynton. Yeah, George. Yes. Great show. This is Dan. How are you? All right. Well, uh, for me, i got to be honest with you. Um, I believe the... Uh, Wedding was for my wife, and the reception was for me. There you go. Uh, That's the way it works, usually. I did a 20-minute wedding, non-denominational church. You know why? I tried the whole other route, same thing. They want you to spend all this money, go to all these classes. I was married uh, once. For crying out loud, yeah, go to a class? Yep. I went to a non-denominational church, and I told the guy outright, I want a 20-minute ceremony. That's what we did. We were in, we were out, had a five-hour reception. I didn't pay for it. It was 15 grand the whole time. We had a three-minute ceremony, and it was two and a half minutes longer than I wanted it to be. 20 minutes was 10 minutes longer than I wanted it to be. <laughs> it was more for the wife. My ceremony, we moshed the Green Day. We, uh, As far as my uh, reception went, we had a great time and all that. But you know what? I'm on your side. Okay. You know what? It was just too long. It was too much money. And you know what? If I was going to be the one paying for it, I would have did it the first way I got married, went to a mayor, went to dinner, and went home. There you go. That's the way, the only way That's to do it. That's it's supposed to work. That's a man's way of thinking. That's it, man. All right. All right, brother. Have a good Thank day. Thank you very much. Maybe we'll get some ladies to say that we're all full of crap today, but maybe not. Mobile in uh, somewhere. Mobile. 
Uh, Georgia. Okay. Yes. Uh, I spent about ten grand on our wedding. Yeah, that's about uh, that's the going rate. Okay, and uh, which is I, nutty. Which is nutty. Well, yeah, it's nutty and all that, and you could do a lot more better things with the money. However, I wanted to have the wedding so I could be with all my friends, and we had one big party, so it was a great time. Well, you can be with all your friends and have a big party without spending all that money, right? Yeah, that's true too. But it was just uh, it was different. All, all of our you know, all my high school friends and all my college friends, we all got together and we had a great time. So, By the way, Kathy Derry, there ought to be a Kathy Derry jumping rope channel. Just 24 hours of Kathy Derry jumping rope. Go ahead, sir. All right, that's about it. And uh, I, caught your, uh, I caught your program yesterday about what would Jesus do. Yeah. And uh, I tried calling you yesterday, but my wife had passed out and I had to go meet her at the hospital. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. She, I'm she sorry. Got, she got 911 medevac oh, to, to uh, Miramar. But, um... The, the bottom line is, you know, I, I'm a born-again Christian, and I can't argue with a lot of your points that you had about how the church has definitely fallen short and how Jesus wouldn't probably do it the same thing. They're not but, making Jesus proud. That was my point. Exactly, and I cannot um, argue that point with you. The only thing I can tell you is... The and church and I, I know that some of you are. I know that. I've met some. Very few, unfortunately. The, the bottom line is that the way our church does things is it's not a money church. That's number one. Number two, the other thing is... Um, we do try to reach out and feed the homeless and do uh, you know, things for single mothers and do try to take care of people's needs. Well, think of how much more money you would have for those things if you weren't supporting a big building. Well, we don't, we don't really have a big building. Well, we you don't need any building at all. Well, we, we meet in a high school auditorium. Oh, okay. Okay. And right. we, but the, the bottom line is, you know what, I, I can't disagree, but you know what, when my son was miraculously healed, I can't take that away from uh, God, you know, to God be the glory in Jesus Christ and not. Uh, All right. Then. You know, when, when my son almost died, you know, you, you don't know where else to turn. Okay. And uh, I, I appreciate your opportunity to let me talk. Thank not, you. Not, you have not, a great not day. At all. You too. Bye bye. And, and, and praise the Lord. I've, you know, I'm inundated with healing stories, but, uh, you know, you can't, you can't verify what happened. P guess what? People just get better sometimes, and sometimes they don't. And when they don't get better, it's not because God hates your child or your loved one, or it's not because Satan killed them. They just didn't make it. And sometimes people do pull through and have miraculous turnarounds. And uh, guess what? Either God healed them or God didn't heal them. But uh, that wasn't my point. I hope we're not going to get into that today because I want to talk about the wedding crap. 22 till 11 on 560 QAM. Where do you find Boob Shambi? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Come one. Come all.
I'll play it in little snippets. It's it's long, but it's great. It's hysterical. I'll play, play the whole thing, but in little pieces. It's five six seven oh five sixty one open line and date. Virginia Key, hello. Hey George, it's Tom. Hey, how are you, man? I had to call you because you mentioned Luke and Laura. There you go. You mentioned Luke and Laura's wedding. Yes. Uh, I was in in college at the time, University of Arizona, and and uh, you know all the girls were in the cafeteria. I mean, for hours vying for. <laughs> For top table space right. next to the television, so my buddy paid me fifty bucks right at the time when they were making their vows to run over and change the channel, and I did. And I have never ever had so much food thrown at me in my oh, entire I life. I, I thought you were going to say that they paid you to go streaking through the uh, through the cafeteria. They wouldn't have. Plan. They wouldn't have noticed. They yeah, were so glued right, on the damn point. thing. You know, like you were saying, they had they had tiara envy. Yeah. So uh, they don't want to be princesses. But anyway, I had to call you and tell you that. Yeah, it was it was nuts. I was a I was a teenager. I forget exactly uh, how old I was when that was going on. But it's all you heard about. I know. It was it was nuts. Well, keep up. It's been a great week, and uh, you're you. filling Neil's shoes right. in, in a good way. That's not what we're going to hear next week. Whatever. Whatever. Exactly. All right. Bye. Later on, like you know, it's that or the tapes. Uh, whatever. We're not going to worry about it anymore. At least I'm not. Fort Lauderdale. Hello. George. Yes. How you doing, buddy? Okay. Uh, I'm getting married in 28 days. I'm sorry, and uh, you're obviously a Latin man. Yes, so I am. A Cuban be, man. It's a Cuban man, so you're going to have a big, expensive thing. 250 right? people, uh-huh. $30,000. Uh-huh. I have spent already like $3,000 just on the photographer, and that's just like parts that I have paid. Oh, it, is, it has been crazy. Right, and and if it doesn't go off right... You're screwed. At the, at the end, you know, if you bizarre, everybody's going to criticize it. Right. It's gonna, it wasn't perfect. Oh, this oh, was of course. Was, how can, I mean, how can you achieve perfection? Have you ever been to a perfect party? Well, but something that big and so complex never comes off perfect. And by the way, so, speaking of not coming off perfect, uh, of course, the more expensive a wedding you have, the better the marriage is, right? No. Oh, I'm that's sorry. Scary. That's exactly right. You know, I was, I was like telling her, oh, man, like, those $30,000, you can give me that, and I'll put a down payment on a house. A, a nice house with $30,000, I think. I know. I could have a $180,000 house for that much and, money. And you're going to feel like a clown, right? Yep. I'm going to be up there dressed in my thing like suit. Like a clown, a payaso. On my knees with a hair Right. A little white thing thrown over your shoulder. Oh, jeez. And then the priest gets this $600. There you go. That's what it's about, dude. Six hundred dollars, and I told for six hundred dollars, he'll turn it. I told him, "Is this a fee?" He tells me, "No, no, no. That's a donation to the church." And I told him, "So what about if I only want to donate, let's say fifty dollars?" You know, no, he won't but do it. No, he won't do it. Can't do so it, Sally. It's all about the money. Of course it is. Thank it's you very much, sir. All right. All right. Bye, bye. Yeah, for six hundred dollars is what it costs to turn a dirty, disgusting, sinful act into a beautiful, miraculous expression of your love for each other. That's what they're getting paid for. It's not dirty once you pay them that $600. Miami, hello. George. Yes. Hey, you're absolutely correct. Really? Weddings, yes. Weddings are a waste of money. You know, it's just incredible. It's totally, it goes down the drain in four hours. And you're a Latin male also, so you know how much importance and money our culture pours into that thing. Exactly. I'm getting married in January, so I still got a long way to go. But we already got... Yeah, we still got money uh, from our parents, and all that money is going straight to our house. We're getting a brand new house. Uh-huh. You know, we're using that ten thousand dollars, you know, in a house. So what's the point of spending ten thousand dollars in four hours? Fine, I know right. it's all pretty and everything for her, but what about you know? All, all you get is a dress box and a photo album. 
Exactly. And I'd rather have a house than to live in my parents' house or her parents' house for five years until I have enough ten thousand dollars, you know, enough money to get a house, you know. Ten thousand dollars. What you could do with that. I mean we could exactly. just spend we could spend a week of shows talking about what you could do with ten G's. And here's the catch. I'm also uh I also work for a major company, uh mm-hmm. for disc jockeys. So I do weddings every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I see it with my own eyes. It's a waste of money. They all, the bride and groom, fine. Usually they come out happy, but the guests always criticize. Right. Always criticize about well, And the food always sucks. I don't care how much you're exactly. spending on the wedding. I haven't been to a wedding that had a good meal, exactly. and I don't know when. Exactly. And then, oh, no, then the Cuban people, also, especially, we always oh. criticize everything. Oh, yeah. no, Juanita's over there. Oh, I can't stand her. And, oh, right. I can't believe she invited her. Oh, yeah. And, and look the what they're wearing. How could they wear that to a wedding? Oh, my God. Exactly. You know, and that's, you know, I'm just recommending to all the guys, you know, use the money for a house. If you could afford the wedding, okay, if you could afford the wedding and to put the deposit in a house, go for it. What would know? happen if you eloped with your uh, Cuban bride? Would the father come yeah. and kill you? Yes, if you just won't eloped happen. to Las yeah, Vegas, would he exactly. would he knife you and stick a knife in your eye in the middle of the night? Basically. Okay, that's I figured. All right. That's well, why I married a green guy. Okay. Exactly. That's that's the way it's gone. <laughs> but hey, too late now. Okay. All right, <laughs> thank, thank you very you. much, sir. Yeah, exactly. I I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And again, I wouldn't have been paying for it. It was you know customarily her dad. And I told my daughter like every day, every other day, I'm not paying for your wedding, honey. I know, dad. I know. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that you didn't forget that I'm not paying for your wedding. I know. There's no way. There's no way. If they tied me up and tortured me, I would not pay for a wedding, especially a church wedding. I, I, my friend, a recent friend, between the wife and I, we have so many wedding stories, especially the failed wedding stories. And by the way, all of our friends out there, if you didn't already know that everything that you told us was going to be used for material on the air, sorry, too bad. I'm not going to name any names, but you're all material. All friends, all family, guess what? You're all material now. Because what else am I going to talk about? Between the two of us, we have so many disastrous wedding stories from the having sex with someone else, one of the, one of the parties having sex with someone else the night before, one of the parties having sex with someone else on the honeymoon, one of the parties had been having sex before the marriage with the other person's acquaintances, before the wedding, after the wedding. I mean, it's, it's so nuts. And, and still, they drop all this money on this, uh, on this ceremony, which winds up meaning nothing. There's no guarantee you're going to have a good marriage just because you have a big, pretty expensive wedding. My family, big, pretty expensive weddings, did they always work out? No. No. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. After, after all those bucks, after all those bucks, and, and at least the weddings lasted, you know, plural years. But there are other people, the weddings don't even last a year. After spending ten grand or more, not even a year, the marriage lasts. So what? So what was all that money for? Because then the photo album and the dress, you want to burn them. You want to burn them up. And in our family, whenever you know, as soon as the separation happens, all those wedding pictures, and trust me, there are lots of them. All those wedding pictures and all of those houses on the walls, on the coffee table, they disappear. They disappear and go. I don't know where. Boxed up for later. Maybe they'll get back together later. Maybe they won't. Well, talk about setting a, you know, building a big bonfire out of money and setting fire to it. As a matter of fact, I would have more fun if we painted our bodies with body paint, potty paint like the Celts and danced naked around a bonfire. That would be more fun. That would be uh, you know, money better spent than the thing that's going on now with, with the bad clothes and the bad food. Don't go nutty. It's, uh, it's not break time yet. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, George. How you doing? All right. Hey, uh, uh, my name's Craig. I own a video and a photography company. So you, you uh, exist on weddings? Yes, we do. 
So you need to stop and No, stop. no, no, I won't stop. Why not, George? Because it's madness. Why don't George, you go out and take pictures? Business, George. So sorry. Why don't you go out and take pictures of uh, nice ladies on the beach and sell them? Uh, you know, there's lots of things that you can do with uh, with uh, photography yes, but and video. Like to remember and I know you're you're in the nest of it down here. Trust me, I'm not going to discourage anyone from getting married. Not one person is going to be discouraged from getting married from listening to my, to my ass. Well, then what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm killing four hours. Oh, okay. That's all. But uh, we've been interfering. You're interfering with our business. No, I'm not. I'm not blocking your doorway. No, but you're telling people. What you telling I'm them? telling people that they're ridiculous for spending all this money on no, a No, they want to remember their day, George. What? They want to remember their day. Their day. Oh, their, their day. day Good luck to you, sir. You're not going to lose a penny of business from this radio show. It's ne- it's madness. Don't tell me it's not. Bal Harbor, hello. Hey, how you doing? Dude? All right. All right. I don't want to tell you. I'm married to a Cuban Jewish uh, girl for 20 years now. Oh, that's a, that's interesting. A Cuban Jewish wedding. So. Is yeah. it a big, expensive wedding where you step on a glass and break it? Exactly. And when wow. I on, and when I stepped on the glass, I broke my fifth metatarsal. No. I, I don't swear even know to that God. Is. And the whole night, they're videoing me, and my wife's saying, you know, let's dance. And I'm like, you know, and everybody's dancing. I got 150 people there, uh-huh. and I couldn't dance. And when I went on the honeymoon, it, it, it I broke an- another time, and I came off the honeymoon in a wheelchair. That's how it started. But wow. uh, about weddings, you know, I think, especially Cubans, they just love the party. I mean, you don't need to have a There's nothing wrong with the party. party. The party, yeah. you know, a party is a party. I love parties. You can have the party without the big, the goonie, the, you know, the dress, the tuxedos, the, the, uh, uh, what's the bridesmaids. They all have to dress up like stupid idiots, too. I know, that's too And they now. do. They're, the bridesmaids' dresses are ridiculous on purpose. They want to uglify these women to make the bride look better. And you ever know? Have you noticed now in the '80s and the '70s, you used to go to a wedding and you could wear a suit, but now like everybody wants you to wear tuxedo. Oh, of course. It's like you can't wear a nice suit to a wedding no more. You got to get a tuxedo. Of course. Don't be a dirtbag. <laughs> all I have to say about it is uh, I'm the only one married after all my friends. Everybody else is divorced, and uh, you have a great show, George. Oh, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Yeah, I've, I, we've outlasted. It's funny because we got criticism from family members, mine, hers, friends, all these people. When are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? Well, guess what? Our relationship has lasted longer than uh, anybody's that we know, with very few exceptions. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to think of any exceptions. And like, yeah, you know, like, there's my aunt and uncle and and a few other people that have had longer because they're older that have had uh, really good marriages but as far as all the other people who are criticizing us guess what we're doing better we're still together Boca Raton hello hey George hey uh, my wife and I eloped to Europe and it's absolutely the most incredible thing we could have ever done save about 30 40 grand, That's a, five I, grand I love that whole eloping idea go off by yourself come back you know you're married it's nobody's business no embarrassing right. crap we just told everybody when we got back that we'd been married, and it was, just, it was perfect. How did you get married in Europe? Uh, I, I set it up ahead of time. We got married in Belgium. I actually proposed and got married on the same trip, so it was, it was pretty amazing time. Oh, great. Yeah, so we, we saved all the money, but we also set, I just called ahead and, and just worked out as a civil, civil ceremony in Belgium. Uh, we did have to come back over here and kind of redo it at the town hall because for, to do it in Europe and not being citizens there, come back here uh, is a very difficult process. So we just, you know, our wedding date, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even know what day I got married here, but, you know, we know the day that we got married over there because it was official for us. Excellent. And we, it was great. We, you know, we feel the same way you do. We didn't need the invisible man upstairs to consecrate our wedding, so we just pretty much uh, did our own. All right, good for you. Cheers, man.
All right, you too. That's that's I love the eloping idea. Just because it's you know, it's it's about you two. That's what it's supposed to be about, right? Getting together with your loved one. It's about you two. It's not about all these other people and this audience and everything. And this guy talking about proposing on the trip. I guess our proposal was kinda like that. Like we're sitting there in the hotel room wondering what we're gonna do with the day. You know, sitting there, what do you want to do today? I don't know. Wanna get married? I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Hand me the yellow pages. Let's see. Let's see how much we can uh do this for. <laughs> It was like, and and the wife wants me to say this because I'm calling people up, asking prices and times because we wanted to to get you know coordinated with the dinner reservations and everything like that. So you have to set up an appointment for the wedding and dinner reservations for the free dinner that we had lined up. So I'm trying to get a get a time frame going on, and I keep asking the people, how long is the procedure going to take? That's the word I used, and she thought that was funny because it's it's a procedure like we're getting something extracted, like it's an operation or something like that, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. It's a procedure that we have to endure in order to become legally bound or something like that, and it, and it sucked, and yeah, and it was a procedure. 3 till 11 on 560 WQAM. Where do you find Jim Mandich? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. If you're the bride-to-be, the mother of the bride-to-be, or just someone who enjoys wandering aimlessly around the lobby of the Romana Inn, here's good news. It's time for... Fast Bridal Expo! That's right. It's the world's most honest bridal extravaganza. Fast Bridal Expo! Where we create unforgettable memories, one overpriced item at a time. Fast Bridal Expo! With the largest collection of bad DJs on the planet. Okay, everybody, you two grab on. Let's get up and do the electric slide. Fast <laughs> Bridal Expo. Meet videographers like One Eye Jack, who can show you how falling down during your first dance can help you meet Bob Saget. Fast Bridal Expo. With the Bridesmaid Fashion Show, where you can pick out the perfect $500 purple chiffon off-the-shoulder dress that your former best friend will never be able to wear again in her entire life. Fast Bridal Expo. Looking into the eyes of a justice of peace or down the barrel of a shot. You don't want to miss Fast Bridal Expo. You've never seen anything like it, except for last Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Sorry, I cut, cut him off a little bit too late there. I'll requeue it later. And uh, it's uh, eleven oh. I guess I should do this. Eleven oh two on five sixty WQA in Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Well, I hate hitting that thing. I hate that thing. So we got a call. So I, I wonder what. I wonder what about Fort Myers. Hello. Hey George. First of all, six never sounded so good. Oh, uh, no question. Man, Carmen. Dennis, do you, Dennis DeYoung, eat your heart out. Absolutely. Hey, 
I was just got sitting down the calculator. You were talking about what you could spend ten thousand dollars on. Yeah. And uh, we could spend all day with that. Well, here's just for openers. Uh, this current Circle K across the street prices. You get this is including tax. Uh huh. One thousand one hundred and eighty. Uh, 12 packs of Bud. Uh-huh. How many Slim Jims? Uh, Slim Jims I didn't figure out, but oh, okay. you get 726 cartons of Marlboros. That's either <laughs> reds or lights. And at the and Domino's, you can get exactly 900 three-item um, uh, medium pizzas. Just imagine how much... Yes. Oh, wrong, wrong bank. Imagine how much you could buy for 10 grand. <laughs> I ain't getting into that. <laughs> Have a good one, Matt. All right. Bye. Thank you very much. Marco Island, hello. Marco. Yes, sir. Island, yes. Yes, George, how are you? Doing all right. Good. Uh, about this whole wedding thing, um, I'm a newlywed, and uh, first off, the ring, the woman does get everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget the, the ring thing. Which, Don't forget which the I'm, ring. I'm told that it's got to be two months of your gross income. Bull Talk about <laughs> gross. You know what? Here, here. Let me share with the audience, because this is not embarrassing to me at all, because I, I hate jewelry. I think that it's very shallow and superficial. Uh, the wife, the wedding ring that we use, the ring that she used for her wedding is a ring that I previously bought for her with a gift certificate that I won at a radio station Christmas party at a drawing. How do you like that? That was the wedding ring. That's not bad. I I put a little bit more money in there to get her something nice, but that was it. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I think what you did was Spending two months worth of your income on a ring, on a bauble... It's too much, I tell you. But you know what really gets you is not only the whole money thing, it's the planning beforehand. Oh, of course. I mean, I think that if you can actually live through the planning beforehand and go to the wedding, you guys did are going to make it. Did you do the smart thing and stay out of it, or were you sucked in? Oh, I know. I stayed out of it. I let my, oh, I okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dominican. I, I'll tell him. Look, Dominican honey, I'll public. show up. I can't guarantee if I'll show up uh, hungover or conscious or anything. But <laughs> I'll just show up on the appointed uh, day and time. Show up and just say I do. <laughs> And speaking uh, of showing up hungover, have you seen those videos where the guy pukes because he shows up hungover and he pukes right there in front of the preacher? Oh, yeah. Pass out, puke, all That's that stuff. That's the best. That, that gives me <laughs> sexual pleasure. That makes my nipples hard. I love those those videos. Uh, all right, Jorge. Have a great day. Good luck on your wedding, and uh, your wife is cheating on you right now. I was going to do a monogamy and uh, and how much it sucks show, but instead the wife got me started on this whole wedding thing. So, yeah, two months of your income. On a, on a piece of crappy jewelry. My, my position on jewelry is that when the aliens land, they're going to laugh at us. You know how when we watch National Geographic explore and we make fun of the Indians with the, with the plates in their lip and the bones to their nose and the stretched out hoop earrings and the scarification and the stretched necks, that's, that's what the aliens are going to think of us when they land on the spaceship. They're going to go, oh, you decorate your bodies with the precious metals of your planet like we used to in our uh, ancient times. We used to do that too, but now we uh, we don't do that. We're mature. We make useful things out of our precious metals. We don't decorate our bodies with them to signify uh, self worth or or how much you think you uh, you are worth. Jewelry is for shallow people to impress other shallow people. So the thought of spending two months of my income on a rock is insane. I'll buy you a nice stereo, honey. Buy you anything else uh, you want, you know, for that money. But as far as uh, a rock. Oh, now all the jewelers are going to be calling up, oh, you're under, like that photographer. Too bad. Too freaking bad. Hollywood. Hello, mobile in Hollywood. Hi, George. How you doing? All right. Very good show today. Thank um, you. But I think you're limiting yourself in the um, area of, of spending money on useless ceremonies. Um, the keensays, the bar mitzvahs, I was at a bris. I'm sure you're familiar with what that is. The child's sure. seven, seven days old. 
They had a video guy, photographer, ice sculptures. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's all, I'm oblivious to that whole scene, not being, uh, you know, Jewish, being a heathen Gentile that I am. Well, I mean, you know, look at the Keenses. You can drop, you know, uh, oh, 20, no 30,000 on, on a 15-year-old? Amen, Hello? sister. Amen, sister. That's ridiculous. That's I ludicrousness. Mean, and of course, the American and and you know what the only the only equivalent in American culture is the Sweet Sixteen or the debutante. See, that's more more yeah. akin to the debutante ball. The people that do another, the debutante ball. That's what the Keen says is all about because another crazed, use, useless, you know, waste debut. of money. Yeah, what a waste. Like okay, waste. welcome. Uh, you know, save it for college. You know, you might learn something. No about kidding. Life. No question. And, and, and that's another thing, big <laughs> photo album, big photo album, big, big photo album. professional photographer photo shoot about the Keensays. And don't forget the band. Don't forget. Don't or, forget. Or, or the mixer. You know, now, <laughs> nowadays they have like a, a live DJ mixing. So it's not, it's, you know, it's not just young couples wanting to get married that can blow money nice and easy. It's, it's pretty much right. culture across the board. There you go. Thank you All for right. bringing that up. Have a great Absolutely day. Absolutely right. Oh, boy, the big parties, the big money parties. A woman in Davy. I love a woman in Davy. Hello. Hello, George. Oh, hi, Sandy. <laughs> it's me. I know. <laughs> I want to tell you that um, I was going to say something I was going to say, but I'm calling to be surly. That's why I called. Uh-huh. You're calling to be what? Great, I'm calling to be surly, but you're doing a great job. I want to tell you that. Okay. Thank you, Sandy. And, uh, and, and I'm a what? Best. Thank you, Sandy. <laughs> Nine after 11. It's an inside thing. She abuses me daily. 9 after 11 on 560 WQAM. Ooh, frosty nads. Good luck. I love weddings. Say, huh? Are you always a bridesmaid and never a bride? Yeah. Bet you've got a lot of ugly dresses, too. Oh, yeah. Well, so do we at the Bridesmaids Warehouse. Bridesmaids Warehouse? Right, because ugly dresses aren't just for weddings anymore. These are the grossest gowns I've ever seen. And they're perfect for everyday wear. I was the belle of the board meeting in my low-cut, high-back, flip-side fuchsia gown. Joan, huh? get in here. The CEO wants to do the garter. Ooh, Lee, what a metallic green dress and a giant purple sash can do to your life. I felt kind of awkward at first dropping the tranny in my Chevy while I was wearing a strapless gold lame dress. But a simple strand of pearls brought the whole look together. Rice Maze Warehouse will save you money. I outfitted my son's whole Little League team. Hey, I got the bouquet. You're out. No, you're in when you shop at Rice Maze Warehouse, where we always give you a warm reception. 1114-560 WQAM, two open lines in day, 305-5670-560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Hank, is it going to be Hank? Oh, it's Corey and Jason. Six to seven tonight after uh, after the Hank Goldberg show. It's Hank, then Corey and Jason. Isn't that what I said? No. Then Panthers in Detroit, then Eddie Decay after the Panther game, blah, blah, blah. And also, it came up yesterday, Tony Yip. Thank you, Tony Yip, for, for – don't you hate people that plant something in your head and then you, you can't get rid of it until it's resolved? Crack Killed Applejack. That's the name of the song. It's got to be like 10 years old already. I saw it once on a TV on some special. I can't even tell you what channel it was on. MTV or one of these things, and it was these people, and they were doing that song, Crack Killed Applejack, Tony Yip heard it. He doesn't know who does it. I asked all the power people, all the power people who are the hip-hop experts. They don't know, never heard of it, Crack Killed Applejack. He jumped in, and he couldn't jump back. And it was a good song, and I'm sure that somebody out there knows the song and who did it, and, and I'm going to go out looking for it since I have to go shopping for CDs anyway because my generic music selection sucks. All I have are these movie soundtracks. 
and things like that. And the other thing is uh, Star Wars. If you want to talk about the Star Wars, apparently USA Today has some thing in it, and I couldn't get a hold of one before the show, about how all these Europeans are already, as we speak, planning trips, planning vacations around the opening of Star Wars. So not only is it going to be impossible for us to get a seat at Star Wars just because of all the other maniacs here in this country, but we have all these foreigners. Oh, I'm sorry. That makes me a hypocrite. We have all these foreigners coming over here from Europe who can't wait until September, which is when it opens up over there. So it better be good for all the hype and all this uh, hysterical madness. And I'm going to wait. I'm not going to go out there when it opens right up because I don't play the crowd thing anymore. I'm too old to stand in line for the crowd thing when they re-released all of them and the the daughter obviously was too young to have seen any of them in the theaters so that's that's a good excuse for me to go see them all over again in the theater by the way favorite thx theater is a california club that's my favorite theater for watching anything that's a really good thx sound thing it's the best and we went to see return of the jedi there and it was wonderful we were in the one theater with the really pitched angled seats the one that's like a mini imax no one else was there. There were like two other people that, that walked in right after the thing started. So we got the center, center seats, the epicenter, and it was perfect. We had our munchies, our popcorn, just the two of us, daddy and little girl. It was a wonderful bonding moment, you know, me acting like an overgrown child, the ending, the Ewoks were singing. We walked out singing the Ewok song. It was a wonderful experience, and that's exactly how a movie should be enjoyed, all by yourself inside an empty theater. So... How do you figure? How long do you figure it'll be before uh, before we start getting empty theaters at Star Wars? Like three months, a year after it opens up? How long am I going to have to wait before I get a theater all to myself for that thing? Here's a man in Hollywood. Tommy's writing man now. Hollywood, hello. Shut up, George. Yes. Where's Fat Neil? Where's Fat Neil? He's on vacation, sir. He'll be back on Monday. Is that okay? Yeah. Can I hear that? Hear the Monica and a vagina song? Maybe. I'll think about it if the calls die off. Woman in West Palm Beach. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I really like your show yesterday. It was really interesting. Oh, thank you. Um, but I have a comment about today's show. Please. Um, you're right about the wedding stuff and all. It does cost way too much money. And, you know, you could think of better things to spend your money on. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, really easily. Without even trying hard, I could think of better things to spend money on. But I am married. and oh, um, Yeah, so, so am I. And we, my husband and I, we got married on a, on a beach in Boca Raton. Uh-huh. And I think we only spent like $60 for our wedding bands, which he lost the next day anyway. Oh, see there? <laughs> so we still, and I never got a diamond ring from him, but uh, I think it's more important to make a diamond out of your heart. There you go. I mean, we don't want to be corny and cliche or anything like that, but none of the money things, none of the things that you spend money on are going to make a good marriage for you. And sometimes, since a lot of arguments, I, I think over half the arguments that married couples have is over money. I would think that if you kept that money, you would have one less thing to argue about. Yeah, well, we got our house a lot sooner. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Oh, there's no question. If we had paid like for our own wedding and spent all these bucks, and I don't think her family was about to, uh, to buy an expensive wedding, nor would I expect them to, but if we had had one of those things, like a lot of people that I know paid for their own wedding. Daddy didn't buy it. They had to pay for it themselves. Mm. Insane, insane what you could get with that money. Hello. Yeah, yesterday you were talking too. Also, something really interesting. Uh, you were talking about how you you would need miracles being proved to you. Oh well, yeah. Well, I know somebody who's in the field of modern. He's a modern miracle reporter. Uh huh. And he reports all the latest like miracles. Mm hmm. And he sent me a little note, and he said, Desiree, you can always tell the talk show people 
you could be in the studio and I could be on the phone from here with you. He's from California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a cross of light. I don't know if you heard about all the crosses of light appearing in people's windows. No. It's like on beveled glass. No. Yeah, I've got one. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm willing to show it to you, and if you could get another piece of beveled glass, or I can, you'll see more than... I, I would rather have you get it. Okay, well, uh, write me a letter. How about that? Okay. I don't know what that was all about. Beveled glass. Uh, it's it's real simple, and it's all stories, and everybody's got stories. Please nobody call up with your miracle stories, because everybody's got stories. And And I know people, close personal friends who've seen UFOs. Okay, everybody's got stories. I've got close personal friends. And remember, uh, you're, you're too young to remember the skunk ape thing down here. But down here, especially in Homestead, Leisure City, the Redlands, there was the big skunk ape story where a car hit the Bigfoot thing, except down here it was called the skunk ape. And it was one of those urban legends where every time you heard it, it was like the Sally Fitz thing. Every time you heard that story, it was, we weren't in the car that hit the skunk ape, but my best friend Billy was in the car behind the car that hit the skunk ape, and they saw it. And that's, that's like all the miracle stories. They saw it. And I'm, we've got miracle stories in the family, too. Guess what? They weren't miracles. There were coincidences. There were things that could have happened anyway. Uh, crosses of light on beveled glass. Okay, yeah, I'm convinced. I'm going to change my whole lifestyle now. Sunrise, hello. Hi, how you doing, George? All right. Um, I just wanted to say, like, all this weddings and all that stuff, it's a, it's a big scam, just like Christmas and everything, just to get your money. Sure. Well, hey, at least Christmas, you get gifts. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? At least the idea in Christmas, let's, let's assume that everybody's spending the same amount of money on each other's gifts. You give, you get. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear There's you. an exchange of, of, of valuable objects going on there. You don't just set fire to your money. You don't spend $10,000 for a dress and a box and a photo album. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, I already told my girlfriend that, you know, later on when we get married, we're not having a big wedding or anything. We could spend that money on a house or, like, on a good right. honeymoon somewhere. all the things that you're going to need. I mean, and you, and you really, unless you, you have no idea until you buy the house. And, and I had a clue, and everybody tried to tell me and warn me and et cetera and so on. But until you buy the house, you have no idea how much money that's going to suck out of your life when you right. finally buy that house. Not just the cost of the house, but everything that goes along with it, the insurance and the repairs and the improvements and the gardening thing and uh, paying a nursery $400 to come and destroy your backyard, things like that. Yep, That's all I wanted to say, George. Thanks okay, a lot. thank you very much. And I'm rambling on like an idiot. Like I said, I had way too much coffee this morning. Fort Lauderdale, hello. George. Yes. What's up, buddy? Nothing. Hey, man, I went to the Cuban wedding thing about back in 1985. I've been to dozens, dozens of Cuban weddings. Go ahead. Fifteen years ago, uh, my uh, ex-wife, what if I say, ex-wife, uh, old man, made back then 35K, which is, uh, you put it into today's uh, economy, it probably adds up to close to 50, which I think is uh, pretty astronomical. 50 really grand? 35 grand back then. Oh, wow. 85, so you figure it out, you know. And uh, I told her back 35 then, grand right now is uh, is ridiculous. Uh, she was given the option, you know, it was either a little skiing fish or a big extravagant wedding, and she opted for the uh, extravagant wedding. And which, okay. You know, went all down the drain because we're divorced after we got that, divorced after. And that, there you go. There you go. Yeah. And since when you when you think about you know 50 percent of the uh, marriages fail, mm-hmm. and when you look at that statistic, that's that's like you're gambling. Let, let's assume that the marriage works out and that photo album actually means something for the rest of your life, you have a 50-50 chance of that happening. 
Yeah, I broke I broke one of the big pitches, you know, the ones I was keeping sleeping the in the oh, crowd. I was, yeah, I right. broke one over my head when we uh, got into an argument uh, during our divorce proceedings. Well, there you, at least you got your money's worth out of that picture. Listen, uh, one other point. Uh, about eight years ago or seven years ago, I uh, used to do photography part time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and about two years period, I just to talk about the hypocrisy about weddings. I got laid five times before the girl's wedding in their room by the bride. By the bride. Oh, oh, yes. oey. oh, 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 I felt bad, but hey, you know, you got to do yeah, what for, you got to do. For how long? About five seconds? Ten seconds? Well, it's, you know, mostly quickies, but nevertheless, hey. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Fast. <laughs> what can I say, dude? You can man, say you're, you're a man and you have a penis. That's what you can say. You know, they, they were horny. You know, I guess they found me attractive. They so. wanted to sow their oats one last time before Absolutely. before they get locked together. Absolutely, dude. So you have a good weekend, man. All right, you too. Take care. Bye. It's not that I have a problem with the idea of uh, spending the rest of your life with someone, but I've always had the image, and, and I've felt this way since I was even very, very young, two people walking down the street holding hands together seem a lot happier and probably are a lot happier than two people walking down the street handcuffed together. And that's always been my opinion of, of marriage, and that's probably why it took me so long to finally come around to the idea that, all right, I'll marry this person after we had already been living together for years and had already had the kid. It was like, okay, yeah, you know, we've been through thick and thin. We've had our fights. We've made up. Pretty much I knew what I was getting into at the time. At least I thought I did. Oh, sorry, honey. Love you. But see, that's that's the whole thing. These people that are spending all this money on these weddings, uh, I assume they haven't lived together. I know in the Cuban culture, yeah, yes, folks, it still goes on. Virgin brides. I know you don't believe that because uh, I think it's next to an impossible, rare, uneven heard of thing. Uneven heard of? Unheard of thing in American culture anymore, that whole virgin bride thing. I sure as hell uh, was never pursuing a virgin bride or that whole concept because it's archaic. But it still goes on in the Cuban culture. So you don't know. And, and yes, there have been stories. I have heard stories about they get married, they haven't had sex before. And guess what? One or both of them can't do it or is incapable of doing it or the guy is impotent or they just both suck in bed or one of them doesn't know what's going on and it's a big and it's a big thing and it fails immediately i've known marriages that failed within weeks within a month because of the sexual situation because of that whole virgin bride concept and and so it's insane 1121 on 560 WQAM. Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's a trend that's sweeping the nation. Same-sex marriages. And now you can find out about all the latest trends at the Same-Sex Bridal Expo. At the Same-Sex Bridal Expo, you'll see things that'll make your eyes and other vital organs Pop out. See Ted Totley of Totley's Big, Tall, and Very Brawny Shop for the latest in leather bridesmaid dresses for men. And the manliest of tuxedos for the manliest of women. The same-sex bridal expo can help you find the perfect honeymoon location. Preferably some state where you won't go to prison for what you'll be doing. And our same-sex wedding etiquette experts can help you get answers to important questions like who wears the pants in the family when neither one wants to? And how long do you have to stay married before you can start going back to the bars. The Same Sex Bridal Expo. Come on out.
Garden. Twenty-eight till twelve, five sixty WQAM, Dade County, wide open, and two open lines in Broward, five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I guess everybody's all wedding out. So I didn't even know we had that same sex wedding bit. There's a lot of these ACN bits that I've never even heard before. And uh, Goldstein, one time when we were at one of those uh, brunches, sucking up uh, free food from him, made a made a very good point that they're fighting for same sex marriage rights in all these countries. Like I guess Hawaii has it now. They're working on California, something like that so that the gay people can get married, male, male, female, female, et cetera, and so on. And, and Goldstein's point, which is a very valid point, is why? Why would you people be fighting for that right? What a great and wonderful excuse. Uh, I'd love to marry you, honey, Bill, Bob, Jane, whatever, but uh, I can't. It's against the law. Sorry, I have to stay single and have sex with other people in my life. What a, what a convenient uh, and wonderful excuse. You could still live together. You could probably still go to a lawyer and have... Uh, you know, your your property commuted, you know, communal property or drop, whatever kind of contract you want. I mean, I can assume, I assume that you can have whatever kind of contract with another individual you want or start a corporation together and make yourselves partner. There are ways around the same-sex marriage laws if you wanted to be that. And you can also have whatever kind of a ceremony you wanted to. So I don't know why they're fighting for, for that right. Goldstein's point is excellent. Uh, I can't marry you. Got to stay single. Got to, uh, you know, have it with other people. Uh, law says I can't marry you. Sorry. What a, what a great and convenient excuse, so I don't know why they're fighting that. Very good point, Al. Thank you. And I'm trying to lighten it up today, Al. Don't call in. Trying to lighten it up, all right? Boca, hello. Boca. How you doing? All right. I've been listening to your wedding topic. Yes, sir. It's pretty interesting. My girlfriend um, and I have been going together for around three years, mm-hmm. and we have plans, and uh, she wants, like, a small wedding because she doesn't want to have to, uh, her parents have to pay for everything, you know? Right. And, uh... I, it's not like I want to spend a whole bunch of money, but I want like all my friends and buddies to be there, you know? Why? Why? I don't know. I asked you first. <laughs> you know, your last... I know. I, I, I want to know why. I mean, because for my part, see, I can't understand that because I didn't want anybody there. Anybody. Right. If we could have done it mail order, that's what we would have done. Yeah, but I mean, I've had friends since I was like seven years old. Uh, okay, that's fine. I have friends that go that I go way back with. Why do, you know... It's like I don't want them there when I'm having sex either. You know no, what I'm I don't saying? Want them, I don't want them there, but you know. You I know what? What do you want them to see this ritual, the ceremony for? Yeah, they're going to be laughing at you. They're going to be pointing and laughing at you, like in Carrie. They're all going to laugh at you. They <laughs> will. That's what we do. Whenever you go to another person's wedding, <laughs> Bill got trapped. <laughs> You're right because her sister got married. Right. And um, they spent like uh, so much money on a wedding, and it just yeah. causes a lot of disputes and everything. But um, maybe that should enlighten me a little bit. But hey. On the more important topics, why don't you yeah. play that uh, a Chinese crank call thing that you played like two days ago? Okay. Is that funny or what? It's the funniest thing, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I was driving down the street when you played that. I swear I was going through an accident. It was so funny. It is. Do me a favor. Get that out, please. You got it. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right. Bye. Thank you very much. Mobile and Pompano, hello. Mobile, Pompano. Hey, George. Good day. Thank you. Uh, we hey. took the easy way out. We uh, eloped 20 years ago. And it I, I like the eloping idea. It was great. That's romantic, right? Yep. The the ladder, you know, that that's the stereotype. I'm sure you didn't have, you know, use the ladder thing. But the ladder, you sneak away. It's nobody's business. Uh, you're doing right. your own thing. We it's kind of a little adventure. Didn't tell anyone, and it was uh, no grief, no stress, and it was wonderful. Where, where did you uh, elope to? Uh, we just did it. We 
just eloped to the church. Oh, okay. There you <laughs> we go. didn't tell anyone, and we celebrated later. A short trip. Yeah, we didn't tell anybody until like over a year later. We finally admitted we broke down, and you know, we were married. Shh, don't tell anybody. Uh, we did a real good thing. We took our, our brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, out to a really nice restaurant that night and didn't tell him until afterwards, and he picked up the tab, so that was great. Oh, great, cool. <laughs> uh, on the same-sex thing, one reason why people are fighting for the law to be passed is for uh, benefits at work, insurance and stuff like that. That's a big deal. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's a real big deal. All right, have a good day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, helping me kill four hours. Fort Lauderdale, hello. 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 Uh, yeah, I've got a... Really practical wife. I'm really lucky. Yeah. And uh, we did a similar kind of a thing. We uh, went and got married by a justice of the peace uh, on the banks of a little river, and then went canoeing for the weekend. That, that sounds wonderful. How many great. how many uh, gawkers did you have standing around? Uh, nobody. 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 Perfect. Nobody there. Perfection. Um, her dog was the best person. There you go. Or whatever. <laughs> the witness and the best man. That was it. Great. Great job, sir. Think of all the money you saved. Uh, how much did you drop on that uh, little routine? A couple hundred bucks. A couple hundred bucks. There you go. Feel better Feel better than uh, dressing up like a clown? Absolutely. We got a nice house now and everything and didn't have to blow all that money. I know people That's what that it's about. Spent, I know people that spent thousands of dollars on the pictures. Right. You know, the video. Exactly. The yeah, oh, yeah. That's the most important thing, sir, because that's what you're going to take away from that uh, ceremony with you. Right. That's the only thing you're going to have are the pictures yep. and a dress in a box. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks, and, Good and job. You, you, uh, you too. Good job. Not uh, spending all that money. And all of these women that think that their daughter is going to wear their wedding dress, I know it happens sometimes. They wear their mother's wedding dress. But in most cases, it doesn't because, number one, wedding dresses are ugly. Number two, the taste on uh, with, with wedding dresses is very subjective. And obviously, the bride wants to choose her own wedding dress, a dress that that expresses herself or whatever. I mean, that's that's half the fun is the whole planning for them. It's misery for the guy, but it's half the fun for them to plan the dress and go out shopping for the wedding dress and getting fitted with it. And then, of course, mom wants you to wear her dress, and you have to tell your mom, mom, your, your dress is an ugly, out-of-fashion piece of crap. <laughs> and half the time it's yellow and dingy, and it's got to be cleaned or restored. or And this is all this grief, you don't want to wear my dress. No, Ma, it's ugly. It's a piece of crap. It's out of fashion. It's got ugly bows all over it. It doesn't, you know, have a train that I want. It doesn't have the tiara that I want. So so what's the point? And they're expensive, and they're buying it. I guess there was, there's wedding dress rental, I, I only assume, and which is funny, funny. Tux rental, of course. Does the guy keep his tux? No. No, he does not in, in most cases. I know if you're rich, yeah, maybe you own a tux or maybe you're going to buy a tux for the occasion and then you have a tux that you can wear whenever. Obviously, this woman's never going to wear this dress again, so it's going to be packed. It's got to be put into storage. It might be ripped off. They got that whole scan thing that I mentioned earlier. And your daughter's not going to wear it. So the pictures are all you have and thousands of dollars on the pictures. And then if it doesn't work out, uh, my wedding, my marriage, if it doesn't work out, we were already in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? The hundred bucks that, you know, whatever, I spent, drop it into a slot machine, gave it to the uh, wedding chapel and the limo driver, whatever, a hundred bucks. If, if I had taken a hit for, for $3,000, $10,000 like some other people that I know just to have their wedding fail, I, they'd have to wrestle the razor blade from my hand. They would have to put me in a rubber room if I just poured $10,000 down the drain and then found out that my, my new wife had been uh, screwing around on me the whole time or something. Or, or, you know, same thing, vice versa, vice versa. I don't want to generalize. Homestead, hello. 
Homestead. Yes, sir. Um, I got a couple of points to make. One, you're talking about how much people can can spend on a wedding. Uh-huh. Every Cuban wedding that I've been to, uh, three or four or five, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Seems like the more money they spend, the shorter uh, the marriage lasts. <laughs> That's funny. That's true. Uh, no, no argument from me. It doesn't seem to be there. Doesn't seem to be any kind of a correlation between the you know the money that you spend. But that's that's the mentality. I mean, you get that impression exactly. that by spending a lot of money, they're going to make the marriage work. Exactly. And it uh, certainly does not. And it's it's absurd. I mean, nice parties, but I mean, you know. Oh yeah. How much food can you eat? Exactly. Uh, that's you know one meal. The other thing for you. My wife and I got married 32 years ago mm-hmm. at her mother's swimming pool. In in the on swimming the, pool on the patio. Oh, okay. And it was a very nice ceremony. It cost about 200 bucks. Everybody brought food. Potluck. The, the photographer was uh, uh, anybody who had a camera. Okay. You know, bring your cameras, take Pot, pictures. Potluck photographers, exactly. too. All right. It worked fine. Um, we live, we're fortunate. We have a very large home out in the Redlands. Uh-huh. And we've had two weddings. Whereabouts? What are you near in the Redlands? I grew up in the Redlands. I'm on 248th and 199th. Right, right around the corner from where we were. Really? I was going to ask you about that the other day. I wanted to used call to, you. I uh, used, dr- used to ride my bike over to Anderson's Corner and buy Red Hots and Coke. Yeah, the hot dogs, man. Right. Ugh. Right. And they had the uh, air compressor out back. Uh, That's right. It uh, made a lot of noise. That's right. It. A friend of mine used to own that place. Chip, chip my tooth uh, sitting on the park bench there. Don't, don't do that. On the uh, picnic bench. Yeah. Um, no, so the other thing is a girlfriend of my wife's was talking about getting married. So I mentioned that she should have a wedding here. Mm-hmm. And she's thrilled. So she's getting married in about four or five weeks from now. With sixty-something people at my home at the pool, and how much are you dropping on that? I'm not putting a dime into it. You're not putting a dime into no, it. She's, she's going to end up spending. Uh, it's going to be a very informal wedding, jeans, mm-hmm. and boots, and that's about it. You know, oh beauty, and shirts, and that's the way she wants it, and beer, and a few. That's a few the way mix, it ought to be. A few mixed drinks, and it's going to be a great time. And she'll she'll put about four or five hundred dollars total in the whole thing. That ain't so bad, though. And have a great time. That ain't so bad. That's nothing. And go to Key West for the honeymoon. They spend all the money in Key West. See? That's that's where where you should be spending the money. Exactly. I mean, if you're going to blow it. If you're going to just uh, set fire to the money, at least blow it on a good time for you guys exactly. on the honeymoon or something. Exactly. Okay. So that's my contribution for the day, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, it was sir. a wonderful contribution. Okay. Yeah, you too. 18 till 12, 560 WQAM. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. <laughs> Can I help you? Yeah, I couldn't even yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. What's your name? Patrick. Patrick? Yeah. Uh, so I thought you supposed to talk to someone named Fu. Who? Fu. Okay, hold on just a second, okay? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah, who's speaking? Hello? Yeah, hello? Who's speaking? Hello? Uh, hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, you got restaurant for sale? Uh-huh. Uh, how much you want for restaurant? Well, you come over to look at it and talk to the boss. I come over and maybe eat, eat dinner with you. Okay. Uh, does uh, that price include uh, all the walks? Huh? Huh? Come on. Come on, that's all. You're Chinese? Yeah, Chinese. Okay, you come over to the boss. To the boss? Yeah. Two hours later. Two hours later, you should have two hours later. Huh? Yeah. Two hours later. Two hours later. Okay, how about I get order to go and then I come over and pick it up and look at the restaurant? Okay. Okay? okay. What's your heart? Uh, you know, 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 you know
。你等你来同老板讲哈。大家大家大家啊，大家拜。I just want to make sure that there wasn't anything else there. Dade County, one open line. Broward County, one open line. Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. What the hell is flashing? Hollywood, hello. Hollywood. George. Yes. Twelve thousand for my wedding. Twelve thousand. Yeah. Okay, that's you, that seems to be the low average. Well, I did save on the bartender. Um, we hired somebody, and I got I bought the liquor myself at Costco. Okay. So uh, we we did things at buffet. We found the hall, found someone to decorate it. So we did try to cut back, but still, yeah, still twelve thousand. Boy, what I could do with twelve thousand. It really it was a great party, but that one dude wants to go out with his friends. That's what called bachelor parties are for. Right. It doesn't have to be nude girls if he doesn't prefer. They can go out to dinner somewhere at a nice restaurant if he wants to have a party with, with, final night with, with his, his friends. Butt. Yeah. Um, back in November, I was watching Good Morning America. They mm-hmm. had this place in Boston. And you ever see these once in a while where they have discount wedding dresses and all the women are there and these girls rush in and nearly kill each other for the wedding dress? No. No, I never did. Like for used wedding dresses, I take it? Yeah, new, brand new, uh, discounted. It's, they're like, <laughs> they're like, you know, throwing like and they're meat so, to they're the so shorts. Ugly. These are ugly, ugly dresses, most of them. Yeah, my wife had to, after she bought her, she had to still get her altered and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. They're not cheap. That's a whole industry unto itself. The whole thing is a whole industry. It's yeah. like we're buying like little side things. you got to buy this and buy that. Right. What the heck is Every, this? And everybody jumps on that gravy train, boy. My friend did it right this his second marriage. Him and his wife-to-be, or his wife right now, got, went down to Puerto Rico, got married, and enjoyed themselves in Puerto Rico. Okay. And just, they enjoyed themselves in Puerto Rico? Yeah. I guess somebody the, has to. Okay. And just had like a small thing afterwards. Uh-huh. A few people, not too not too expensive. They did it right. Okay. That's exactly how you should do it. Thank you, sir. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. And I like the theme wedding idea. I mean, if you're going to drop some bucks on a wedding, the theme weddings, you know, because weddings, your your personal clothes, your household decor, these are individual choices. This is an opportunity for you to express your taste and 
and your individuality. Instead of everybody lining up like lemmings and everybody wearing the same ugly white dress and the penguin suits and the church and the same stupid song and blah, blah, blah. The theme weddings, like when they, uh, like on the Fresh Prince thing, when they had that Shaft wedding and they put on the fake afros and, and, and Isaac Hayes came up, speaking of, uh, of Chef in South Park, Isaac Hayes comes up the, uh, the, the platform, the elevator platform, the lift, he comes up through the floor and they're, they're doing the Shaft thing or the Elvis weddings. That's all great. That's, that's showing a sense of humor. Same thing with the skydiving thing, the scuba diving thing. What an opportunity if you're only going to have one day. This is your day. And you're taking away a photo album of, of memories from this day. Why not do something unique? Why not do something different? Especially with the money that these people are dropping. You could have any kind of a theme wedding you wanted to. Anything that you could think of. I mean, forget a shaft wedding or an Elvis wedding. You could have a rodeo wedding. You could have a clown wedding. They've had them. They have everything that you can think of. They've already had it. They've had all of these things. And, and, and things that everybody could be an individual. That could be the whole contest. Instead of planning to get everything perfect according to a certain standard that's very difficult to achieve, why not take the time to plan something cool and novel and far out? How's that for an idea? Obviously, somebody else already thought of it. Plantation, hello. Hey, George. Hey. Uh, one thing I haven't heard you touch on, what about people that have to pay for their own wedding and then have people show up and that don't even bring gifts? Oh, oh, what's up with that? I mean, that's, uh, that is so understandable. And, and people bitch, oh, they got the bridal registry thing. I love the bridal registry. I don't yeah. want to sit there and try to figure out what to buy them. And hey, then, man, I'll and take, then, I'll you take know, five toaster that. ovens. You get five toaster ovens or anything like that. I love the bridal registry. You go to Macy's, you look on the list, you find the cheapest thing, you buy that. You're done. Put it on the card. Wrap it, wrap it right there. That's a great idea. The, the people that don't show up with gifts, they're what a bunch of sponges. <laughs> I know. It. Well, that's all I got. Take care. Thank you very much. Yeah, because when you know how much money somebody is dropping on this thing, and you know that it's an embarrassing routine and ritual for the people, and that's, and that's the perfect trade-off right there. It's like, look, you people, I'm not going to throw a party for all you people to come and watch us dress up like goons, and you don't have to buy us any presents. There you go. Fair deal. The old Italian custom is you just give them an envelope. You just give them an envelope? Yeah, you put an envelope with, in the bag as you walk out and give them a kiss. With, and with money in it or anthrax? I'm just kidding. I'm just still talking about that abortion uh, anthrax thing. Kendall, hello. Hey, George. Hey. Fifteen grand six, six years ago. Fifteen grand six years ago. And we just got ago. divorced. How'd you like to have fifteen grand right now? Oh, I can't begin to tell you what I could do with it. I, I know. We could just sit here all day, just, you know, jerking off about what we could do with 15 grand, 10 grand, 60. And now what do I do with all this crap that I have that, you know, we just got divorced, and what do I do oh, with it? Throw oh, it away. You got divorced. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, six years. Oh, uh, my Wonderful God. times, yeah. What do you do with the photo album and all the pictures and the, uh, Seriously, what do you the, do with it? the, the boxes of matches, you know, embroidered with gold with your, with your, well, your yarmulkes with printing in inside and uh -huh. all that crap. Uh-huh. Hey, let me ask you a question. Where can I get a copy of that uh, Cartman Sings uh, stick? That's on the uh, that's on the South Park Chef Aid CD that you can get at record stores uh, everywhere. So there are lots of lots of good stuff on that's here. That's hysterical. That was the best, and you'll <laughs> never hear the old man play that. So enjoy it today. <laughs> Thanks a lot, George. You Great bet. job this week. Thank you. Later. Thank you very much. Uh, Five till twelve on QAM Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Hey, George. Hey. Good good show. We very entertaining. Thank you. Um, I wanted to bring something to your attention, also the attention of all your listeners. Yes. Um, this May 1st is uh, the Million Man March on Washington and also 10 other cities around the country to decriminalize marijuana. Oh. Not, yeah. And I thought it was just Neil's 23rd anniversary on the radio in South Florida. 
Um, I'm not familiar with that. Okay, well, I'm not familiar with your thing either, and you'd think that I would be up on that, but... I'm well, not. no, it's, it's really not getting much attention in the mainstream press. I don't know why I'm so uninformed, but I am. Go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't get much attention from the mainstream press because um, I know, they, they, don't, they get ads from the, the brewers and the distillers. Right. Um, and it's something that uh, the government can't tax. Right. So they'd like to keep uh, throwing everybody in jail to, for nothing and let the murderers and the right. killers free. Yes, we all know that. This, this is an opportunity for every man and woman in, in America that wants decriminalization, for not just for the fun of it, but also for the food, the fuel, the medicine. I mean, it's a wonderful plan. Right. And uh, it's an opportunity for everybody to, to you know, go to Washington or... Atlanta's the other closest city to uh, South Florida. So what, what's, what's everybody doing? They're going to roll giant blunts blunt and walk, walk on City Hall? What is it? Well, unfortunately, you would see our uh, our police forces wade into them with billy clubs, fire hoses, and trucks. Oh, sounds they like a party. Well, unfortunately, uh, um, uh, they expect it, the, the worst of the best people. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you saw a bunch of drunks, you'd be afraid. If you saw a bunch of pot smokers, you'd be happy. They're very nice people. Like those St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you very uh, much, sir. Certainly, George. Okay, thank you for uh, letting us know that, and hopefully some people will go march on Atlanta. I can't. I'm, uh, I'm busy. I'm working that day. 3 till 12 on QAM. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. <laughs> Radio 560 QAM. I already have a homosexual relationship with Neil, so I might as well have one with you, too. You've seen him on Channel 7 News. First, as a two-bit reporter. Now, as a two-bit anchor that wears more makeup than Tammy Faye Baker and Mary Kay combined. Rick Sanchez sings. Hear the dulcet tones of the man who brought you Crime Check, Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez sings. Don't miss Rick Sanchez in his tasty face tour over Hialeah. It's one show you won't want to miss. Thank for a good one. Rick Sanchez, he loves his audience. I accept you as a precious gift from God. 3 after 12, 560 WQAM, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line, two open lines in Dade, one open line in Broward. I played that bit because I was talking about novel weddings. We have another changing the card. Now Joe, uh, changing of the guard. Now Joe is here, so he has no idea what we were talking about. I was promoting the idea of if you're going to spend all these bucks on weddings, do something different, do something novel, like that whole shaft wedding thing that they did on Fresh Prince or the Elvis wedding that they have in Vegas. Vegas is great for gambling, but also for weddings, too, because they have all these different theme weddings that you can do. So I'm all for people being unique and original in their weddings and thinking of something different. But I do suggest that if you're a bride-to-be and your groom, your fiancé, says, hey, I'm thinking of singing in our wedding, tell him, tell him very clearly, no, don't do it. 
because we know where that bit came from, and that's an actual recording of Rick Sanchez singing at his own wedding. This is an actual recording. singing at his own wedding. Now, I don't know if his bride-to-be ever heard him sing before that. Something tells me that when you're about to marry someone, you have an idea. You know, maybe you've heard them singing in the shower, singing in the car. That's my bag, you know, jamming out to the car on road trips and everything. You know, I, I sing along to uh, my favorite songs. Juan, Dona, Mera. No, just kidding. Um, so I know that she probably heard him sing at some point, maybe at the karaoke bar, to tell him, you know what, honey? No, thank you. No, thank you. Just save that. I'm all for the uniqueness and the original things, but ooh boy, ooh boy, talk about making an embarrassing situation even doubly embarrassing, twice as embarrassing. No, don't sing at your own wedding. Hire professionals. If you're going to drop all those bucks, hire a professional. Miami, hello. My gentleman. George. Yes. How are you? Okay. I, I, I wanted to touch on uh, the wedding dresses, uh, and I wanted to ask you, uh, I mean, obviously, as a tradition, white wedding dress symbolizes virginity. Right, that's the story. <laughs> and in today's society, why in the hell do women buy white wedding dresses? I mean, they go out... Tradition, and... because, because basically, you know what? It's like everybody knows, wink, wink, nod, nod, nudge, nudge, say no more, that they're having sex. Everybody knows that. But if you don't wear white... You might as well just walk up with a big neon sign on your head that says, "Hey, I'm a cheap slut. I've already had sex with this man." Right. I mean, they sh they should be wearing like brown or black wedding dresses. You know what I mean? Or red. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway. But you know, that, that's I I met my wife ten years ago, uh -huh. and we got married two weeks after we met, and we've been happily married ever since. I mean, we have four children. Right. And I can't understand what the big hype is on spending. I don't know if it came out, but I'm just. Uh... I'm not taking any chances. Yes, you're up <laughs> creek is what the guy was trying to say. And and I don't you know, I'd thought about that, the whole big white thing. Everybody wears white, even if it's their second, third, a hundredth wedding, they're wearing white. Because to wear anything else would be like, oh which is why my my wife wore black when we got hooked up and I wore dark smoky grey. if I had had a black suit, I would have worn that. We would have looked like the Adams family, Gomez and Morticia going up to get married because it was a dark, depressing day for us. It wasn't a happy day. The meal afterwards was very happy, very nice, Rhapsody. Boy, veal cutlet, veal chop, mmm, it was wonderful and free. But but the wedding, the ceremony itself, I mean, we, we you know, hung our heads because it was a surrender for us. It was complying with a system that uh, neither one of us believed in. So yeah, we wore dark colors as if it were our own funeral. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Fort Lauderdale. Hello, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. How you doing? I got, I got one that will blow your mind. Okay. Uh, my daughter is married on June the 13th yeah, with a guy she's been going with for two years. Uh-huh. $27,000 oh. for wedding. For what? Uh, what are you getting for that? Uh, 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 well, we had a, uh, 350 people at the Hilton Hotel for the reception. Uh-huh. And then a honeymoon to Acapulco. Okay, well, I'm not counting the honeymoon. The honeymoon all is, right, uh, is different. I can understand people either. blowing all this money on a good time. All right, but it seems to me nobody's having a good time at the wedding except possibly the bride. 
No one else there is having a good time. No one well, else. We had, we, had, we had a hell of a good time, but uh, the thing is, that she divorced the guy in September. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Now, what do you yeah. do with all those photos? She never picked up the photos from the wedding. Nine hundred bucks. Okay. So it was a quite it was a thrilling experience. <laughs> you could light your cigars with those pictures now. Yeah. Well, I got to go. I'm at the golf course. Okay. Thank you very much. Time to play another round. Last call of the day, and then I'm going to play Clonod music the rest of the day. Mobile in Fort Myers, hello. George. Yes, I can barely hear you, sir. Uh, George, can you hear me now? Speak up, yes. You're a genius. Uh, I'm listening to what you're saying. I well, I'd like to hear what you're saying, but uh, it doesn't work out. Ain't going to work. Okay, did I put my Clonod music in here today? Did I put it in already? I don't even remember. When we come back from the break, I'll talk about uh, the grease man. Got fired and or suspended. We don't know which. The article says both. Clonod, you've heard this before on a TV commercial. This is the theme from Harry's Game. Clonod is the family of and the sister of Enya. You've heard of Enya, Orinoco Clothes, uh, speaking of Come Sail Away, etc. and so on. Enya used to be part of this group, and then she went out on her own. They're Irish. They've got like a hundred albums out. They've been around since forever, since I was a pre-teen. Uh, I started listening to them in high school. So they've been around for years, and this is an old Clonod CD, and they still come out with new ones all the time. And it's the richest, most beautiful Irish music that you'll ever hear. And they've got so much good stuff. I'll play a couple of, uh, of things today while we're waiting for the phones to light up. 5670560 and pound 560 on the Mobile One line. And if they never do light up, that's okay, too, because I can play Clonod until the cows come home. on 560 WQAM. Where do you find Jim Mandich? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. If I had the teeth, damn it, I'd kick my own ass outside. Sitting at home watching the WWF. I got hair on my back and cores on my breath. I got remote control. I got my Nintendo joystick. I'm so damn lazy. I married a pregnant chick. Well, it's true. I drive a Beamer and I play lots of golf. I wear polyester pants that I never take off. I go out to the bars and I try to be funky, but I don't fool anyone because me a honky. Oh, yeah. 
to Madonna and I think she's really hip and that Julio Iglesias fella just makes me flip. I don't like two life crew. They're just so darn dirty. My kids aren't allowed to listen until they turn 30. My dad is my uncle. I am my sister's my aunt. I'm enrolled in school just to get me a grant. I tell a lot of ethnic jokes. I think that they're funny. I got a bad sense of humor. Cause me a honky. Okay. Do the box step, Luffy. Look at this. Hey, Ma, why don't you come over here and pull my finger? 1216560 WQAM 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line, one open line in Dade, one open line in Broward. You never heard of the Grease Man, Josie? Somebody sent some tapes to us a while back. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Better than anything else down here, you know, with the exception of, uh, you know, who. But, you know, less boring than most radio I've heard. Obviously, gratuitous, shock oriented kind of crap. Uh, but not a bad delivery, you know, amusing. If he was on down here, I, I would have listened. I had no idea he was such a uh, racist sack of crap. But apparently he was, well, the headline says uh, fired, and then in the article it says suspended because he made some cracks over that Texas dragon thing where the guy just got convicted to death, by the way, and, uh, oh! by the way, rightly so, for dragging that guy. Uh, horrible hate crime there. So the article says suspended Washington shock jock Doug Greaseman tracked was suspended by station WARW on Wednesday after he played a portion of a song by Grammy Award-winning singer Lauren Hill and then remarked, no wonder people drag him, no wonder people drag them behind trucks. I wanted to get the quote right because that's, that's him. That was the comment. Now, he did supposedly, I mean, he was suspended or fired. We, we don't know which, according to the article, on the spot. But then he said, I'm truly sorry. He uh, faxed a one-paragraph statement to the Washington Post saying, I'm truly sorry for the pain and hurt that I've caused with my unfeeling comment. I have no excuse for my remark and regret it. If I could take it back, I would. In the course of my show, split-second judgment is made over ad-libs. This remark was a grave error in my judgment. Uh, And he didn't violate FCC standards or anything. You can be a racist sack of crap. That doesn't violate the FCC uh, standards. But if you say, or, well, I'm on the wrong bank, obviously. If you say, or, That does violate the FCC standards, but uh, being a racist does not, just for those of you keeping score. So, I mean, the apology is very nice and everything, and just on the face of it, some people might be tempted to say, oh, you know, not so bad. And and again, if you want to be a racist sack of crap, that's your business. But if you're in business uh, and you don't want all of your sponsors running away from you like the plague, then you can't have a guy like that on the air saying those kinds of things. And apparently he has said similar things before in 1986, he, uh, while on another station, during when he was talking about Martin Luther King Day, uh, he said, kill four more and we can take a whole week off. So he says that it was a, a, a slip in judgment on a split second thing. But I think that, you know, when you consider that, that he said things like that before, obviously he's a racist sack of crap who can barely keep it contained or obviously not at all. And as much as uh, I'm a big proponent of free speech and everything like that, and we play... We play sticky stuff here about our black brothers and sisters. You know, the Ebonics graduate and things like that, making fun of speech mannerisms and things like that. But when you're talking about a horrendous crime 
and and you're making light of it and and finding humor in that that image of this man being dragged behind this pickup truck and that's a comedy line to you and that's funny to you then you're an asshole and and you deserve uh whatever you get whether it's fired or or beaten with axe handles you're an asshole there's nothing funny about that nothing funny about the gross things that go on like that and 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 Dr. K who was a peace loving man to make a joke about his death it just ain't right it's your right to say it you know, good luck to you in the future. Hope you can get a job somewhere. But if I was a general manager, I wouldn't have that kind of racist crap in my in my pad, in my building, lest we get firebombed. But not even for that reason. Not because I'm scared of what people might do. Just because that would, you know, that's repugnant to me to to make light of that kind of a situation. So there you go. You're up to date. I want to, you know, normally I would be defending this kind of thing to my death, but but not in this case. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile, Miami. Hello. Hello. Hi, I just wanted to call you. I've been, I'm a salesman. I've been listening to your show all week, and, and I, I think you've done a fantastic job. Thank you, sir. We won't be hearing uh, that next week, but go ahead anyway. Well, are you going to be next week? or No, Neil's no, Neil's back. back. Thank God, Neil's back. Real, entertaining, well, proper radio next week. You know, week. I've listened to Neil for so many years, and Neil always makes that comment, if you don't like his show, turn the dial. Amen. But lately, it seems like he doesn't like doing what he's doing because all he does is complain all he, the time. He loves it, sir. That's his bag. That's his shtick. Oh, man. He complains so much. He he's got a lot to complain about. To Mo- moving along. I'm sure you had a point when you called. No. Just wanted to compliment oh, okay. you on well, your week. Thank you very much. Uh, I love it. But uh, nevertheless, if you want to help me out, please have some material next time. Aventura, hello. Hey, George. How you doing? All right. Hey, um, I want to tell you that I kind of thought that I was going to miss Neil, you know, being that you were going to fill in for him for a whole I week. Him. I miss him a lot. Well, I, you know, I, I have to tell you, you've done a real good job, and I mean, now that's probably being run into the ground, but I want to congratulate you. you know, Thank you. You did a great job. For what it's worth. Better um, than tapes? That's all I hope for. <laughs> yeah, much better than tapes. That's the only compliment I'll accept. Okay, I wanted to tell you also, you asked earlier about the song Crack Killed Applejack. Yeah, Colors. Somebody called earlier and said it was on a Colors soundtrack? No, no, that's a lie. Okay. It's on the Colors soundtrack. Well, then l- let me know. Um, it was by a uh, a guy named General Kane, K A N E. General and, Kane, that rings a bell. Yeah, I think that was the only thing he ever came out with, and uh, I never actually saw the album. Really? I used to see like the promotional, like at some record stores, but I never saw the actual album itself for sale. I mean, it probably was, but I never saw it. So, so good I, luck finding it. That's what you're saying, right? Basically, yeah. Because uh, if you do find it. You might have to go find some uh, DJ from way back that might have it, you know, covered with two inches of dust. Okay, there was nothing wrong with that song. That was a bad song. No, it was so-so. I'm not you, you gotta about You got to put it, you know, when it was. It was well, ten years ago. considering the time. Right. Hey, George, let me ask you a question. You, uh, what do you think about Fishbone? You ever listen to them? Yeah. You like them? I don't have anything of theirs, but some friends have played Fishbone for me. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I don't mind it. I wouldn't mind owning it. Well, what's uh, primarily? What do you listen to? Because I notice you seem to be pretty diverse musically. Um, the the main thing that I'm that I like right now is mostly alternative stuff. But I go all over the place, like I said before, and I don't want any of these starving jazz musicians calling up. <laughs> I, I don't like jazz fusion, and I, you know, in the country music scene anymore these days is a joke. But other than that, I like everything. I like uh, classical. I like rock. I like the old fossil rock. Uh, you know, I like some hip hop when it's good, when it's imaginative, right, right. when it isn't cookie cutter, uh, plagiarized crap. Uh-huh. Uh, but mostly, mostly alternative. I like stuff that's different. I like something, you know, something out of the mainstream. I, you know, top forty gets boring. It's real safe and lame and sounds all, you know, like right, itself. Right. I like something that uh, that that piques my curiosity. That sounds like something I've never heard before. All right. Look, I got one more thing I want to say before I go. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, the Cubans are always calling up with their, uh, you know, Marigong, Marigong, and right. all that madness. You know, you 
me and Cuban know about the big machismo thing. That, that's had. right. Oh, I've talked about that all the time. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I did some time in prison. That's faggery, man. Machismo and is faggery. The Cubans, the biggest insult that you can give a Cuban, especially the Barceros, is to you know pull your your thing out and wait and you know wink it at them because you can get killed for that. I mean, they'll kill you about that. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's kind of funny because you know Cubans have like 19 different ways to use pinga. Right. You know, a pingao, pingulo, oh, yeah, sure. But, you know, the, the Puerto Ricans have a saying, los cubanos, si no tienen pinga en la boca, tienen en el culo. <laughs> Take it easy, George. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. And I'm not going to translate that. We would lose the license if I translated that, Joe. I'll have to translate it off the air for you. Mobile and Del Rey, hello. Mobile and Del Rey. Yeah, George. Yes. I have a, uh, first of all, I'd like to say I don't care what Neil says about your music selection. First of all, I think it's excellent. It's oh, no, no. For, yes, my, my music taste is excellent because, number one, I'm open-minded and I listen to everything that I can get my hands on. And, number two, I don't listen to music with, with my eyes, which is what the old man does. He likes, he likes music played by people that look good to him. That's the beginning and the end of it right there. And beyond that, it's just whatever he liked when he was a kid. Let me ask you something. What's the correct spelling on that group that you just played? Because uh, that's excellent music. Oh, Clonad. I'll be playing some more from them. C L A N N A D. This is that that selection and this disc, which is my favorite Clonad disc, by the way, is Magical Ring. Lots of good tracks on here. Excellent. I hope you do play more. I like to hear some more. I will. You'll like it. The most of their stuff is in Irish or in Gaelic. You can't understand a word they're saying. It's still beautiful. But they have some English tracks also. I'll play a little of both. Excellent. You Thanks, bet. George. You bet. Anytime. It's, it's great stuff. And, uh, yes, you play this for the girls, and they will have sex with you. 1225 on QAM. Where do you find Jim Camper? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Dave in Miami Town at 560 WQAM.
maybe it's your diet. Yeah, we're on the air now. Joe Castello and I were just discussing dreams and how the uh, the dream weaver that I have, the guy that uh, orchestrates the dreams in my head, has been treating me right lately, treating me very nicely. Not that he always does. Sometimes I'm getting chased by dinosaurs and then I fall off the cliff. I, I get all of the bad dreams at the same time when I had them. I'm being chased by the dinosaur. I fall off the cliff. I hit the rocks and then I wake up. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. My mobile mobile in Miramar. Hello, mobile. By the way, that was I C Red, also by Clonod for those keeping score. Hello. Yeah, George. Yes. Just calling you on your uh, commend your ability to play clarinet. Uh, I haven't heard that since I was back in the Saudi Arabia where I was sitting down in the tank. Uh, I used to play that at night when I was sitting there trying to calm calm down in the madness of it all. That'll do it for you, if if nothing will. I used to listen to Hearts of Space when I was out in Kansas where they deployed us to Saudi Arabia, and uh, they used to play uh, about two hours of uh, Hearts of Space, which played all various types of music like that. Great. And I, I used to record it, but the thing is I, I can't hear it here lo- locally. But, uh, but Who would play that? What station would you hear that on? Down here? Well, that was in public, National Public Radio out in Kansas, but here the National Public Radio here in Round Florida, all they play is, uh, I don't know. They, they play, play music? They, they play what they would play music. I thought they just talked. They they would talk mostly most of the day, but at night for about two hours they'd play this uh, the thing out of uh, I think it was out of California called Hearts of Space, hmm. and they play all different types of music like this. Uh, oh, Patrick O'Hearn, uh, Tangerine Dreams, right? Uh, all this type of stuff. Uh, Japanese, I forget the name of the Japanese group, but they play this for about two hours. So you get a cross reference of all types of music like this for about two hours every night, and I would record it. And this is what I took with me to Saudi Arabia and Iraq and stuff. So I'd play this at night. This only even calmed down. And like I said, in the madness of everything that was going on around you, you had about two hours of music you could listen to to take you some someplace else. Well, it's other glad that you had to to that down here to hear anything good or different or out of the ordinary. Again, I'll say it again. VUM and KPX are the only stations that uh, are even worth keeping on there. I mean, the rest of the time I'm just punching, 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 trying to find something that doesn't suck. And it's hard. It's very hard. And I concur with everything you said. Like, uh, I hope you found your Hakka music, uh, your, uh, your... Oh, I, you know what? I got a call. Somebody said the Mai Kai restaurant, they have a guy. It's yeah. not a group. George, it's I mean, I'm not, gee, I talked to him, I mean, uh, Gray, Gray there at the Mai, at the Mai, Mai Tai. He's a professional dancer. Mai he tai, taught Mai us tai. how to do the Hakka before we went on a trip, but we went on a rugby trip and he taught us how to do the Hakka. You know how to do a Hakka? Well, I forgot now. It, uh, it, 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 he doesn't want to teach everybody. It's a, it's a, it's a. To him, it's a powerful dance. You just don't teach any anybody. Yeah, it's powerful. And uh, it it's, to him, it's, it's a, it's a religious experience for him. They would do that before they went off to battle. Right. And they would do it now before a rugby game because a rugby game to them is like a, is a land. It's, it's just, a battle. It's just incredible to watch and 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 listen to. It's like nothing you'll ever see or hear. Yeah, so, so I want to. If you get if you ever go down to my 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 tie, see my tie. Gray. Uh, he's another incredibly handsome guy, such as myself, uh, who is very shy. But uh-huh. uh, see, and uh, tell him that you met the, the rugby guys, and they, they, maybe he'll show you how to do the haka. Excellent. And then okay, I can get my George, face tattoo. Uh, Thank you very great. much. It's been great you listening bet. to you for last week. Better than tapes. Okay, no, bye, no problem. Bye. Facial tattoos, a grass skirt, uh, one of their uh, carved clubs, one of their oaky carven clubs, and then I can do a haka, and I'll be in business. You've never been to the Mai Kai? Is it my Kai or my Tai? Kai. No. No, I haven't. So, wh- what? What? I mean, you know, I try to get around, but, you know, I have a I have a rich, full life. My plate is full, not to mention uh, my budget is also pretty spoken for. Is it an expensive place? Eh. I'll have to go. 
now that I know that there's a guy hawking it over there, hawking, hawking, I can't this do this whole it. show, this whole well, fire eating. Well, I'm there. I'm there. Do they have, uh, you know, the coconuts? Yeah, they do. The, uh, the women on the half shell there, on the coconut half shell. Excellent. Well, I'm there. We'll make plans. Honey, you listening? My tie. Pembroke Pines. Hello. George. Hey, George. How are you? Doing a phenomenal job. This yes. Week. Beyond phenomenal. I'm serious. Regarding yesterday's uh, talk, regarding religious fanaticism. Yes. Okay. I wasn't talking about religious fanatics. I was just encouraging the Christians to do what Jesus would do, and we'd right. all be a lot happier. Well, plan B is, what do you say to yourself to heal from a love relationship that was sacrificed because of someone's religious fanaticism? You, you, you throw a big party. You really? Throw, yeah. When I assume that it's because your partner's religious beliefs uh, were such that you could not coexist. Unless I converted to what she did, I was totally sacrificed. You didn't call yesterday, did you? No. Okay, because we had a similar call yesterday. You're free. It never would have worked. Your relationship was doomed from the very beginning. You're right. You would have been, you, you, your life would have been miserable. If you had had children, their lives would have been miserable. You got out good. You escaped. You are well, lucky. How, but how do you heal from that if it was still true love for you? Because, then, because you, you have to understand. You have it's to not understand like somebody saying, George, you know, Love you doesn't come from your brain. Love doesn't come from the place of intelligence. Love is an emotional thing. Your emotions tell you to do a lot of stupid things, right. and love is just another stupid emotion. One of the stupidest, as a matter of fact. Good decisions don't come from feelings of love. Of good, course. Good sex comes from feelings of right. love, not, not good relationships. Okay? You know when someone doesn't want any more judge, you can handle that, but when they say it for religious reasons, what do you say I, to I've, yourself? I've, I've encountered that so many times in my life. One of my close female friends in Montana came to me crying one day because the guy that she was going to marry broke it off because guess why? She wasn't a virgin. She just had sex right. one time with one other guy years before, and he was a born-again Christian. Yep, and, that's what she is. And he wouldn't marry a non-virgin, and she was in tears over I it. Know. She, and she was blaming herself, and it was just one time, and she was also born again. And you know what? And here's the thing that the church does to you, too. Right. She, she goes into the church. She becomes born again. They tell you that all your sins are wiped I away. Know, You're know. born again. This is the day of but your birth. So Everything that happened before this doesn't matter. And then this guy tells her, well, hey, guess what? It does matter. You don't have a hymen, so therefore right. you're soiled. You're dirty. You are better off. You be a happy man. Throw a party. I heard you tell the guy yesterday to celebrate and go on. Yes. That's what made yes. the call today. Yes. It's just, I still got to heal. Sing a Hosanna, sir. Okay. Hosanna to God in the highest that you didn't get hooked up with this person. Forget your feelings of love. They were steering you into the wrong place. But you still feel used. You still feel like somebody. You're going to feel that way, but you got to work through it. You got to keep saying to yourself, I'm better off. I'm better off. Thank God that didn't happen. I'm better off. And you know, before I go. There was so much hypocrisy in, in, in there. Of course. There was, I mean, while she's telling me what I'm not, she was breaking the rules for her. Everything you're saying, okay. this is what you have to keep remembering. This is what you were going George, to condemn great. yourself to for the rest of your life if you had gone through with it. But it's still a healing process we got to go through since we you'll, put you'll, our... you'll heal, sir, and when you do meet the right person, someone with a brain, someone that, that operates from a position yeah. of logic, Thank then you. you'll be That's happy. That's what I love about you, Sean. Right. I'm telling you, you did the greatest yeah, logical... Get out of here. I'm serious. But then you'll be happy. You'll be sitting there with the person that you meet that will be right for you. Okay. And you'll be happy and you'll be going, wow, boy, I came so close to ruining my life. Promise, last question. What yes. do you do if, 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 if you run into that particular person? Do you let them know you were hurting? No. Do no. You smile? How are you no. Saying? You smile you and you say, hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for not ruining my life. 
George, you're great. You have okay. a great day, Blake. Thank you. You you're too. You're phenomenally great. I mean that. Thank and you. you're a single man. You, you're to be envied. All the married men envy you, sir. Just remember that. 21 till 1, 560 QAM. Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. My God, is that thing real? That many drivers are not. They'll turn you back. She'll bother you to death as Chuck you back. Matt Damon got out in time, ran for his life. He dated her one time, she thought she was his wife. She wears your clothes when you're gone, watches you sleep. You think it's casual, but her feelings are deep. That many drivers are nuts, but what a fun. WQAM, there's some more clonod, which is the only Gaelic word that I can pronounce. Clonod, it means family in Gaelic. For example, the name of that song, I'm going to do my best to pronounce the name of that song. That's, that's as close as I can get. I mean, there are so many consonants here with, with no vowels and apostrophes and things that I can't recognize. I, don't, I, can't, I can't come close. Miami, hello. Hello, George. Hello. How are you doing? Okay. Uh, listen, man, you're talking about the weddings and stuff. Yeah, thank uh, you for getting us back onto that. Hey, you know, I'm just, since you decided to place the topic, I did have a great wedding six over six years ago. Mm-hmm. Gonna be seven. Are you going to be the first guy to call up and say that you didn't feel like a dork? No, 
You know what? I, you know, I, I didn't feel like that because I did. I did love my wife. Uh, yeah, you know, that's we had a great time. You love your wife. I'm talking about the ceremony. It was great. It was great. It was awesome. We had a great time. Uh, you yeah. know, we ended up sort of, we had a small reception after that. We went and, and did you do a big the big thing? The big we had like, thing? like uh, I said, we had like 80 people. That's not it's not bad. So bad. You know, and, and how much? Just, how much? It was like fifteen dollars a plate. But how much total did? Oh you well, I don't know because we paid between my in-laws and ourselves. We okay. paid it, and they gave us as a as a birth as a, as a wedding gift. They gave us a car. Oh, okay. So it kind of like so I ended up like paying nothing that, because that kind of works out. Now, you so know, if you're getting gifts like that, all right. Now now we're talking. You know, but so it was fun. It was fun. We had a great time. I mean, it, you know, it was a small thing, but but what it was a drag is before the wedding, uh-huh. the rehearsals. Oh, getting everything oh, ready. That oh, was yeah. a drag. Yeah. See that? You see the wedding and well, everything. You have to rehearse because, it, well, you know, you God wanna, forbid, you should screw up her day. You know, well, you want you want to make sure that you you say I do the right way. Right. You know, but uh, but you know it is you know that was a drag. You know, the night before we were there fixing the stuff, then we went for the gifts and all the stuff. But that was that was a drag. But besides that, the ceremony and after the reception, uh, you know, we did it at church and we had the reception there. You know, so there was no alcohol beverage allowed, which we didn't. Oh well, but, what's the point of that? But you know, but still, some people sneak some vodka and whiskey and stuff, and you know how people are. So I say fine. Uh, yeah, but, that'd uh, be fine. Well, I'm glad you didn't invite me. I'd have been pissed off. <laughs> I'd have started throwing chairs. You were throwing chairs? Oh man. Yeah. Well, you could have seen with the guys that were bringing the whiskey and stuff. Okay. But it was fun. So, but you know, I, I do believe that you know you can have a great wedding. You know, okay. but what it makes it really hard, you know, really hard, and, and the drag is whatever comes before. There, you're right. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, sir. Um, and the guy called earlier and was talking about people that come to weddings and don't bring gifts. Conversely, and and this has happened, you know, because I made a joke about buying the cheapest thing on the Macy's uh, uh, bridal registry thing, and we don't. You know, you go somewhere in the middle. You don't go nutty, depending on who it is. But you drop some bucks on a nice wedding gift, and then you go to the reception, and it's like there's nothing there. They've got maybe a card table with a few vegetables on there, the little vegetable tray, dip it into the ranch sauce, that kind of thing, and, and the cake. And that's all there is. No, no booze, maybe some soda. Have you ever been to something like that? No, I have not. That, that burns my ass because I'm thinking, boy, the, the 50 bucks or whatever that I spent on the wedding present, we could have had a nice meal uh, you know, for two. We could have gone to the Mai Kai or something, for example. And I, spent, I sat through a church service on a wooden bench my butt cheeks going numb, dressing up like a like a penguin, and I'm sitting here through this uh, service, and and you know you you're enduring that just for the party. This is the dues that you pay for the reception, where you better make it up to your guests. And you get to the reception, and you know stale cake and a vegetable platter, and that's all there is. That's wrong. That's totally wrong. That's just as wrong as showing up and not bringing a present. Or now, isn't worse. it best to give cash as a wedding gift? Well, that's what the bridal registry thing is for is so that the concept is you put the stuff on the list that you need so that A, you don't get duplications, and B, you get stuff that you would be spending money on anyway. So it's a little bit, because, you know, just giving them an envelope, and I know that, you know, that's an Italian thing. You just hand them an envelope, because that's what Tommy was saying, is that in the Italian wedding, that's all good. That's all fine. And, uh, yeah, sure, that would be a lot easier than, than actually going to Macy's. And, uh, and Macy's ought to be paying me off for saying this. It just seems that that's where everybody registers all their crap. Is, uh, is at Macy's because they have the silverware and the tchotchkes and the Hoffritz knives and everything. So I don't mind that. Either way, either way, that's a good idea. That's not a bad idea, just the envelope thing. But, you know, then you don't have that table full of the pretty, pretty presents. So you got a bag of money, baby. You got a bag of money. That's okay, too. Cooper City, hello. 
Cooper City. Hello, George. You used to be so terrible. <laughs> but now you're such a nice guy. Nice boy. What is it, sir? On a wedding, okay, what if you have to pay for it yourself, and then the people, they give you like 20 bucks. I mean, you know, the dinner costs you 75 a plate, and then oh. you get these people that, you know, stiff you with 20 bucks. You go through the thing, like, 20 bucks? Like, why, why don't I invite these people? Yeah. There you go. Now you know who your friends are. Exactly. And one other thing about the Maikai, don't bother. I mean, I I had a really? free dinner there once, uh-huh. and I rang up $150, what it would have been, and it was just, I, I just... Save your, go someplace else. Okay. Put a bidding on it. All right. Later. Okay. Well, there you go. I want, see, it's not the restaurant or the food or even the show. I want to see a haka. This whole started, I just wanted a videotape. I just wanted a videotape of some Maoris doing the haka and possibly something that I could learn from also, like a, you too can haka, haka at home, something like that if they have instructional videotapes. But, and, I'm, and I'm aware of what the guy says that it's kind of a pseudo-religious, uh, serious ceremony for them. But still, it's got to be out there. there there's got to be mercenary Maoris running around there somewhere. And again, I already emailed uh, some Maoris in New Zealand that sell things, and they said, hey, good luck finding a Hakka tape. Miami, hello. Miami. Hi. Hi. Uh, George. Yes, yes I, I'm a Julio. I'm married. Uh, my wife's American. And yeah. one of the things that, um, that I did was the fact that um, when we got married... Okay, I'm the one who paid for the wedding, and well, I wanted to, to pay the for the wedding. The Ringo dad isn't going to drop the kind of bucks on a wedding that the Julios do. <laughs> well, they're, what, they're not crazy. Well, one of the things, it wasn't very extravagant. I mean, all it was was, you know, the chapel, and then you go into the reception, and, and then you have a good time, and then you go to yeah, your honeymoon. The reception part I can understand, spending money on a nice, big, good party. That part I understand. Uh-huh. And, and you want to know something? To me, the thing that was the best of all was just the, the memories that it, that happened. I mean, the pictures, uh, to us, it wasn't, you know, hey, it's got to be a perfect day. I don't think if people realize that... You enjoyed that, it? You enjoyed dressing I enjoyed up it. Like, uh, in, the, in the suit? I enjoyed the every, I enjoyed everything there is. I enjoyed the fact that uh, my mom was very proud of her oldest boy being married. Exactly. And I enjoyed everything there was. And we've been married for 14 years, and we're going strong with it. And... Um, I paid for it. It wasn't extravagant. And, you know, if I had my family there. All how, how much? Person, how much did it cost you all? You know what? I don't even know. Okay. Because of the fact that, to me, it wasn't just the money. It's what I... Oh, but that's not the point. I got what I got from my the, wedding. The point that I was bringing up earlier is all the things that you could do with that yeah, money. Yeah, I, I didn't... You, you know, if you told me who bought me what, or we, we, I didn't care for that. You know I mean? If you want to bring a gift, fine. If you didn't, that's fine. Your presence, me being there at a wedding with the suit and her very lovely with her wedding gown and uh-huh. everything else. To me, there is nothing, there's no dollars that would ever okay. replace that. All right. You know, it's the same way as a child, you know, when you see your child in the first Christmas or walking and all that. Okay. There's no dollars that would okay. replace that. Got it. All Thank right, you. Thanks. Man. Call right. back when your wife isn't sitting right next to you. 501 on 560 WQAM. And that's the whole thing. The wedding dresses presumably make her look good. I've seen two or three wedding dresses that actually made the woman look good. All the rest of them just make them look really, really silly. 5 to 1, 560 WQAM. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. The uncut wonder boy of the airways, George Guy. Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. 103, 560 WQAM. Joe Kessel and I are watching Fashion File as they parade around with dead birds on their belts. God, you got to love Fashion File. 
with all the bad haircuts and the really ugly models, even though every once in a while you get a nipple shot. And that's Clonod for the people that are tuning in late. People are calling in off the air asking Joe, what's that strange music George is playing? It's Clonod with two ends in the middle. And just for the people that tune in late to these kinds of things, we don't answer questions on the telephone because we answer them on the air or on the telephone when they talk to me. That's the object of what we're doing here for the people that don't understand the nature of the business. It's not talk to the producer, it's talk to the host. We try to get people to listen to the radio. And if you could call and get your questions answered without listening to the radio, then we would be doing a disservice to our business and our sponsors. So keep listening, and eventually you'll hear what you want. And even if you don't, you'll hear a lot of commercials, and that's the only reason that we're here. Don't be fooled by anything. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello, Mobile. can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, I wasn't sure it was me. Um, I had just turned on late, and I don't know what you're talking about, about weddings. Uh, weddings went... and how expensive they are and how ridiculous they are and uh, what a great bunch of money you can, you know, what things you could do with all that money instead of blowing it in one day for nothing. Of course. But uh, what's funny, when I turned it on, you were talking about gifts. If you went to a Jewish wedding with a gift, they'd throw you out of there. You, you, never don't, give you a... don't take gifts to a Jewish wedding? No, you give them cash. You give them oh, cash, okay. You know. I no, you give them a gift, yes, but you don't bring a, a box or something. I see. You don't well, bring that's, them that's all. Well, that's way easier. Gift, I mean, trust me, I love that system better than actually having to schlep to them all. Because they'll look at you and say, all right, look, what do we got to return? Yeah. Well, that's what the registry thing is for, so that, you know, the, the concept is you only put stuff on the list that you actually want. Well, all right, that's all. Okay, but, I, but let, let me t- hey, an envelope is way easier to schlep than a big box. Oh, yeah, and, and you know what? They also don't fill it out until the wedding's over to see how good the affair was. Okay. Bye. Thank you very much. That's an excellent idea. All the more reasons that I want to convert. If they just let me slide on that whole circumcision thing. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale, hello. George. Yes. Uh, I agree with you on a number of areas in this particular thing. By the way, that music is pretty nice. It's Clonod, man. It'll get you laid. Yeah, hey, anything I can do. I'm married uh, for 14 years, but I need to get laid. Okay, I know. Anyway, I wanted to tell you uh, about the, uh, that guy's right about the presents. You don't schlep a gift to any kind of Jewish bar mitzvah or wedding. It's got to be money or big bonds. I I like that. Okay, well, it's cool. It's easier to carry around. Uh, But the interesting thing is uh, my parents were not happy enough with my wedding because my wife's parents threw the wedding. So they right. do their own. Oh, no. Okay. What so kind of insult did, is that? Well, and, 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 it, and it wasn't a bad wedding. It was at Signature Gardens in Kendall. They spent a bundle. I mean, wanted, kinda, uh, I mean wouldn't that, didn't that freak out the in-laws? Well, the whole point was that they didn't invite enough people from our side of the family. Oh, so they had to do another... Uh, oi! Another, yeah, exactly. It was an oi, oi. And the ironic thing was that they could have given us the twenty grand, and I could have been in my house. Yeah, twenty grand. And twenty that's, grand. That's, that's only one of the weddings, right? Well, that was one of them. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, uh, story number two. Yeah. My kid was my kid was just bar mitzvahed. Uh huh. Is that where you uh, put the uh, bottle over their head? Uh, I'm a sorry. Boy, a, <laughs> a boy is a bar mitzvah. A girl is a bat mitzvah. Right. I know that. I'm spending, up there. The, the, I live in I'm Western. Up. People are spending six figures for a bar mitzvah. mitzvahs. Well, that's like the Keensays. That's like the, uh, the exactly Hulu. like a Keensay. Exactly. Oh my God! These people are flying the whole party to Aspen, Colorado, after having the party at the synagogue after the service, 
and flying 75 people to Aspen, Colorado. What do you get for six grand that you can take away with you besides the pictures? Do you get designer matchbook covers? I mean, what, where does six grand go? All right, you got the food and the booze. That's, that could be, that, you know, that, what, two grand maybe for that many people? Well, we, the rest had, of it? You know, you know, we had a lunch and we did it smart. We thought it was more than having a big party. It's supposed to be for a reason. Right. And the reason is that the kid becomes a man, and that's the reason for the party. Wow. And he's supposed you to can be take the six grand and give it to the kid. Think how much happier he is. Well, was. We, he ended up, uh, after it was all said and done, I think he ended up netting about $4,000, of which half he gave away to charity. Well, slap him around. What's he doing that? Yeah, he's a good, good kid. Okay. But you know what? The people loved the food because it was a luncheon. Okay. There you go. So I agree with you. It's better off giving the kid the money to buy a house. Okay. Good plan. Right? That's that's Thanks. that's you're welcome. That's the whole point right there. And I know all the, you you missed it because in the uh, earlier part of the show, while you were upstairs, uh, some photographer videotaper guy called up all hysterical that I was going to ruin his business, as if this is going to change anybody's mind, as if one person is going to reconsider spending twenty thousand dollars on a wedding because I said it was a stupid idea. You know, hey, you're uh, you know you're messing with my livelihood here. Which, yeah, I mean, think of all the wonderful things you could do with that money. Yeah, the whole party industry would crash. Not not all of it. There, people are still going to throw parties. But that, yes, I'm sorry. The bar mitzvahs, though, they're they're pretty much parties. I, I've never right, right, but I've never been to a bar mitzvah. You've what? never been to a bar? No. But you no, know all that not. Yiddish. I what? know all that Yiddish, and I have all these Jewish friends, but uh, apparently they have a uh, no foreskin policy. We can't let any, uh, you know, any cheese-bearing Gentiles into into the doorway here. I have been that to was, some kick-ass bar mitzvahs. But you're circumcised. See, they let you in. I assume you are. Yeah, no trace. I'm I'm walking trace. I'm fleshik and milchik on the hoof. They won't let me into these places. At least that's the uh, that's the excuse they keep telling me. Probably they just, uh, you know, don't want my ass around because they hate me. Miami, hello. Uh, how you doing, George? All right. Hey, what's up, man? Great show. Uh-huh. Uh, good feeling in for Neil. Thank you. Although I, I do miss Neil. We all miss Neil. We miss him desperately. Absolutely. And when he comes back, I'm going to say, well, I miss George. Uh, right, so, sure. I can never win. Uh, in any case, uh, well, uh, you're talking about a subject matter I have absolutely no experience in. I'm like a freak. You've never been to a wedding? N- never been to a wedding? Never been married? How only... could you never have gone to a wedding? Never. Never have gone to a wedding. That's nutty to me. Uh, no well, one you know have got has gotten married? Uh, at the time, they were either married or... or or just with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and I've never, yeah, and nobody I know now has you're, been married. You're not Latin? Oh, uh, uh, what's that? Are you Latin? Are you a Julio? Um, yeah, I'm a Julio, totally. How can you be a Julio and never have gone to a wedding? They're getting married every other day. Well, I don't look like a Julio, I guess that's, uh, I guess well, I guess neither, neither do I, but nevertheless, in, in my family, there was, you know, a, at least a wedding a year some, at some point. I, I, I cannot relate. I mean, I'm a free spirit, too. Uh, okay. I mean, it, it's... Well, likewise, I've been all around, you know, carpetbagging. Absolutely, and, you know, my grandma's always like, you know, porque no tiene una novia, and I'm like, right. you know, well, you know... Porque soy maricón, abuelita. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you tell her, and she'll have a heart attack and die right there, and she'll never ask you again. You know, I mean, if she wants kids, you know, that can be arranged. But you know, it's uh, like I said, you know, in the animal kingdom, a lot of a lot of animals don't get, you know, they don't hook up for the for the rest of their lives. So, right. hey, no, most, most of them don't. As a matter of fact, there's like two species. You always hear that they mate for life. There's only two that absolutely. do because they're solitary. When they meet another one, they'll never see another one in their life again. So absolutely. guess what? That's it. I, I mean, I, I am I am in. Uh, 
you know, I am in favor of, stru- of some type of structure, but uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not in favor. Well, I'm not talking of... about marriage, so right, that, right. just that spending all this money on this oh. one-day ceremony uh, and on a dress that you're never going to wear twice, that kind of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Okay, Thank and you very uh, much, sir, and get to a wedding just so you can uh, laugh at these people. All right, and, and one more thing, George. Yes. Hey, listen, you were talking about cartoons yesterday, man. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, The Simpsons, I think, are probably the most successful primetime cartoon. Funniest half hour on TV ever. Absolutely. I mean, consistently funny. They tried Rocky and Bullwinkle last time, but uh, it didn't work. And after a while, uh, you know, I love, love, love Rocky and Bullwinkle, but The Simpsons, yeah. they, it hits everybody. It cuts across the board. I watch it with a kid. There's jokes on her level, our level, everybody's level. They, they get everything down. They've got their finger right on it. Hello? Wow, what happened? Disappearing act right there. I didn't even hear a click. 112 on 560 QAM. If there was a law, it would be against it. Emergency Can you get someone over here now to 325 Gretna Green? He's back. Please. What is he doing? Is he threatening you? That one's nuts. Are you mad, woman? Or is he just harassing you? You're going to hear him in a minute. He's about to come in again. No! Just stay on the line so we can know what's going on so the police get there, okay? Oh, dear God, no! Yep, that's bad, Dad. In case he comes in, I need to hear what's going on, all right? You know, have fun. Is he yelling? Yep. Okay. Is he, has he been drinking? It's not whether you win or lose. It's how drunk you get. 116-560-WQAM. Open line in day two open lines in Broward, 5670 pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Mobile in Deerfield, hello. Hey, George, how you doing? Hey, Mobile in Deerfield, how are you? Hey, my, uh, my wife and I had the least expensive wedding in which 5,000 people attended and B.B. King provided the music. And it was not expensive, you said? Not expensive. How, how so? How, how did we, you work that out? We got out? married at Sunset and got to, got to meet B.B. King because of it. Got married at Sunset? Sunset, got married uh, at Sunset. The sun going down, or what does that mean? What's that? At Sunset, like, what's that, a festival? Yeah, up at, uh, it's in Palm Beach. Oh, okay. They had a wedding booth, and when we showed up there, they, uh, the people weren't there to do the wedding booth. Yeah. So they felt bad for us, and they got us uh, backstage to meet B.B. King. And, oh, so, good for you. Good deal. So, a way to, way to go. Okay. All right. Thank See. you very much. I don't know if that addressed my issue, but uh, nevertheless, thank you for killing two whole minutes or a minute and a half. Lady North Miami, hello, North Miami Beach. Hey, King George, how you doing today? Oh, God, hi, how you doing? Um, a wedding is supposed to be a celebration of two people who have decided to spend the rest of their lives together, and that's what it should be about. If you're getting pissed off because people aren't bringing any gifts or even crappy ones, then I think your priorities um, aren't in the right place, and besides that, it proves that you've got a bunch of assholes for friends. Well, that's you know? what I said to the other guys. Exactly. Now, now you know who your friends are because they're uh, freeloaders. Exactly. Freeloaders. And as far as myself goes, when I meet the man of my dreams, we make that decision to get married. The actual ceremony will be private. The person performing it, a witness, and the two of us. Um, then afterwards, I'd throw one hell of a party, and I really couldn't care less if anybody brought gifts. If they did, hey, let it be money. But even if they didn't, you know, who gives the rat's ass? You're okay. Supposed, you're supposed to be having a celebration, you know. Okay. Thank you very much. Sure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 118 on WQAM. Uh, yeah, that's a good plan, and that's what we did. We did it very nice and privately, and then uh, we threw a party for ourselves in our hotel room. Anyway, lady in Fort Myers, hello. Lady in Fort Myers. Hello. Hello. 
Hi, is this George? Yes, it is. Hi, George. My name is Diane. I'm calling from Fort Myers. Hi, Diane. Hi, this is the first time I've listened to your program. Okay. Uh, not that, you know, you know, I'm I'm really enjoying that. I'm trying to get some sun. Uh, you're the one. I, I am the one. That's another beautiful day out there today. That's why oh, people gorgeous. are wondering why I'm like being all mellow and playing mellow clonod music because that's the kind of day it is. I just feel like uh, sitting around. It, like right. people will just split right after work. So right. I just have that option. Go well, ahead. I'm sorry. Well, it's kind of boring just sitting out there not listening to anything. Mm-hmm. So this is how I uh, happened on to your program. And I have to tell you that I think it was quite interesting, everything that everybody was saying about all the weddings, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be this or bad or whatever. Whatever. Right. I don't... What are your demographics, George? My demographics of what? This audience? Yeah, the audience. I, I can assume that it's just uh, the same as Neil's audience, which is mostly 25, 54. Uh, we also... It's been getting a little bit younger lately for some crazy reason. Uh, I don't get ratings for just myself. It's just all part of uh, Neil's ratings. Right. So it's a relatively youngish uh, crowd, even though we have some codgers, old codgers out there that have been grandfathered in from when Neil used to do that old-time talk. Yeah. Well, I guess why I'm one of the old codgers. That's Okay. Okay. That's okay. It's not how old but, you are. But I did you know, enjoy it. I, I I am enjoying your program. Thank you very much. Age is a state of mind. Right. Thank exactly. you. Okay. Exactly. Thank you very uh, much. What? Oh, I want to comment oh, okay. on, on the marriage thing. Please. I'm on the wedding thing. Um, we were both 48 when we remarried for the third time. Remarried each other for the third time? Well, no, 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 oh, okay. no. Third marriages. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, we did it simply and elegantly, and it cost a little bit of money, but we are we are not sorry for that. It was just a celebration, just like the uh, prior woman said, a celebration. Did you wear white every time? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. What no. colors? What colors? Um, actually, beige, off white. Both, both successive weddings, or did you mix it up? Excuse me, what? Did you? Because uh, you had three weddings. What did uh-huh. you wear on each one of them? Did you wear white? The, my time? first one, I wore white, and oh, this will go back to your original program. I was a virgin. Oh, you're I the was, one. I was really a virgin, and everything that you said in that program, and I won't elaborate on that, was absolutely true. Yes, you should you, never ever be a. No, you've got to take the car out for a test drive before you, you buy uh, it. it. I know that goes against all of the religious uh, teachings that we've been brought up with, but. Uh, Everyone has dozens of stories about uh, all these little surprises afterwards. Absolutely. No question to that. No question. I mean, and that's an important issue. I mean, what are you getting married for if not for that? Among other things, of course. Well, that's part of the companionship. That's part of the whole love. That's part of the whole life. That's a big issue. Oh, big, big issue. And, you know, I would... You can have companionship from your uh, same-sex friends or from your dog or things like that, but supposedly... Uh, you know, you're only going to be having sex with this person, and if that doesn't work, then uh, you need a different person. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're very. Oh wait. Oh oh. Eh. And I forgot what line she was on. She never did answer the color things. Okay, beige off white, and on the last wedding she wore paisley plaid. Twenty-two after one on five sixty WQA. Where do you find Kim Camper? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's fired up when I hear someone say that. Are you fat? When you sunbathe at the beach, does Greenpeace try to push you back into the water? Did your IQ drop one point for each pound you lost on FenFen? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you need the 100% guaranteed diet system. 
Flem Flem. Our Flem Flem counselors will follow you around on your daily routine. And when you attempt to eat anything fattening, they will hawk a loogie on your food. Mmm. Mmm. That fried chicken looks delicious. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be sick. Flem Flem. The weight loss system that really works. Uh, I'll pass on that Danish. I think I'm going to be sick. 127-560 WQAM. Two open lines in Dade. Two open lines in Broward. 5670-560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I have one Clonod song left on this album that I like, and it's about six minutes long. I'm going to play the whole thing if we don't get any calls. And, I, and it's another one that I can't pronounce. So, I, no way. It's not even close. And the thing about Gaelic is you realize that the way that it's spelt has nothing to do with the way that it's pronounced. It, you know, it, it could, it's like that Monty Python joke. Well, my name is Raymond Luxury Yacht, but it's pronounced, uh, it's spelled Raymond Luxury Yacht, but it's pronounced Throat Warbler Mangrove. It's a similar kind of thing as that. So I don't know why I missed that fat bit, because uh, we have a lot of fat bits in here, obviously, when I was doing the fat show. But that brought to mind another issue about the wedding thing, is all these fat brides, brides-to-be, fat brides-to-be that buy wedding dresses that are the size that they want to be for their wedding and then have to try to lose the weight before their wedding with some degree of success or no success. There's been whole Sally shows about this issue. They go on crash diets, they starve themselves, they run themselves ragged. Sometimes they make it, sometimes they don't. And when they don't, that's a bad and ugly scene. Then they are they they they've poured themselves into this thing. They they zip you know they like with a shoehorn. They've crammed themselves into the wedding dress. It's cutting into the fold. You've seen it. I've seen it. Maybe you haven't seen it, but I've seen it. The seams are bursting, and and for what? For that day, so you can look perfect on that day. And of course, you know that this particular individual. You know, I, I can just see the groom, the fiance, looking at this whole routine, because you know that the day after the wedding, she's never going to be that size again. Ever, ever, ever. It's going to be pork chops and bonbons for the rest of her life. Miami, hello. Miami. Hey, George, how you doing? All right. Uh, I got a story for you. <laughs> My wedding came out to about $30,000. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, I see, like, cars driving by my head. You know, like that cocaine commercial where yeah. they snort all these products up their noses? Yep. This is, it's a parade of, like, their stereo, mm -hmm. a car, the new roof, real professional landscapers that won't tear up your backyard. Yeah, you know, you know. All of these things. Go, go through my mind when I hear a number like that. Yeah, it was uh, mostly paid by my mother-in-law, but hey, you know, it was still a waste of money. I think she should have just given it to us if she's going to be like that. Yeah, you know? see, that's it. Here's a new couple. They're starting out. Give them some money. But uh, another thing, yeah, the whole uh, test driving your wife before, uh, I didn't. But uh, I well, wanted. You're, you're Latin. Virginity yeah. means something to you. Yes. No, it didn't, didn't really matter, but uh, she was the one that was holding back. But the thing is, she was a prude before, but she turned into a maniac after. So uh, that's a gamble. It was you, a gamble, you, but I won. You lucked out, right? You you, you rolled a, a seven. Yes, that, I rolled a you're seven. You're lucky. That doesn't happen all the time. No, As a matter of fact, I'm, I don't know what the the average is, but the the whole point is that it's you know it's unexplored territory. You have no idea what you're gonna get yep. unless you unwrap the package first. Yeah, and a friend of mine just got married uh, two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and uh, she was one of these uh, trying to squeeze into the dress type deals. Yeah. Did no, it work? It was, no, it was pretty pathetic. <laughs> uh, she had the the long white gloves, right? The rolls of fat coming oh. out of the top. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I've seen that. It yep. was uh, it was uh, pretty All embarrassing. Punching up. Yes, it was it was uh, pretty gross. It was like the uh, the joke. Everybody got drunk just to avoid looking at it. You know? Yeah. At least the party was good. <laughs> there you go. Please. All right, George. All right. Good see, job. see you later. I'm just thinking about thirty thousand dollars and what I could do with thirty thousand dollars, and how glad I am that uh, that I didn't spend that kind of money, or even ten thousand, or three thousand, or any thousand on my wedding. Pocket change. That's what I spent. What is it, Joe? Vegas, baby. Vegas. Vegas. The only way to go. And if they, if I could have had a shaft wedding, that's where it would have been. That's what would have uh, happened. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Jorge. Hey. How you doing today? Doing all right. Gonna miss you next week. Nah. No, you. But won't. we'll hear you throughout. Y'all be you typing know? in every now and then. Yeah, talking to the old man. We'll hear you. Okay. Hey, listen. Um, was married twice. The first one, uh, my folks and uh, her folks kind of uh, did the old combo and. Mm-hmm. Help pay for the wedding. How much? Oh, uh, okay. I don't know, maybe twenty. Okay. Um, I, I, you know what? I, I kind of liked it. I mean, we did the limo thing, and we really sure. did the party. You liked it? Good... You didn't? You didn't feel like a giant dork standing up there? No, I didn't. I got to invite a lot of my friends, and I know you're talking about you can invite anybody to, to anything. You don't have to have a wedding to invite them. So right. I looked at it. I go, wow, man, this is my one time. You know, well, needless to say, we got divorced, and oh. uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, after time. Uh, second marriage, um, which I'm in now presently, and have two beautiful children. Uh, my wife and I, we uh, just did the immediate family thing, and we went to Embassy Suites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we That's had it a there. nice place. Uh, we had it. It was up in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave her a room, right. her a room the night before, so she could stay there and get dressed and all that crap. And I think we spent about two grand because it was a sit-down meal. And we didn't have an open bar, couldn't afford that. But that's, there was a bar. That's, that's a bargain a, basement from the prices we're getting here today. Right. Well, we paid about twenty five hundred. Uh, there was a bar right next door, you know, inside the lobby there, mm-hmm. um, which was cool because everybody was buying me drinks, so that didn't yeah. really matter. Uh, if they wanted something to drink, they could just go outside. We had, you know, champagne toast. Uh, we did pay for a photographer because, of course, you know, we wanted pictures that's, for that's ourselves. That's the only thing you're gonna get. Afterwards, right. that's the only thing that you get to take with you. Right. We did pay for the photographer, and it wasn't that expensive. It was less than you know, uh, six hundred dollars or something. Uh-huh. We did not. We did not do the video. Uh, we figured pictures was fine. But one thing that was really cool is we took those portable, those disposable cameras, yes. and we stuck them on a table. And oh, you that's would a good plan. You wouldn't be imagine some of the pictures you got. I mean, people who uh, who were having did a couple drinks, you know. Got a couple shots down up some skirts and stuff, you know, <laughs> another table, you know. Um, then when the kids got hold of the cameras, you know, they're taking pictures. It was really funny because those are pictures you'll never get, right. you know. Oh, um, re- remember that whenever you're having a party, just throw some of those cameras out, and you'll be amazed when you develop them and see what comes out. Oh, I know. Uh, lots of stories. And uh, so we um, we just did it that way. Uh, just It was very close, very close friends and family, and that was it. We didn't go overboard. It was for me and her, and we had a great time. Okay. So, Hey, George. Yes. Um, we'll hear you next week. You did a great job this week. You always do a great job, Thank and you. we love you. At least I do. That's for you, sir. Later, dude. Thank you very much. Next week's going to be a rip fest. We all know it. We've heard it before. Mobile and Medley, hello. Georgie. Hello. Georgie. CC. Hey. Hey. Hey, listen. Great week, man. Eh? Great week. Whatever. But- no, no, no. Great week. Listen, I've been dying to call you all week long, but now's when I get the chance to uh, have a couple of words with you. Listen, a okay. couple a of days ago, a couple of days ago, you were talking about how the the church always wants money and how people that, go that, over there. That was and, yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, when me and my wife got married 14 years ago, 
I had to go through a Methodist church because they wanted 300 and some odd bucks, which, by the way, we did not have right. to get married. Uh, irrelevant. Of course. Yeah. Ludicrous. Right. So uh, we went over there, and, and we're Catholic. Actually, you know, I believe God is on the toilet. When I'm sitting on the toilet, I say, thank you, God. You know, because <laughs> that's where he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's inside the yeah, truck right that's now. That's the whole point. I don't know why they need to big, build a big fancy house. You know, I don't in, know. in the Celtic religion, it was considered a sacrilege to worship indoors because it, there was a, a barrier between you and, and the God. Yeah. And, and so you had to do it outside. I'm telling you, what man. A concept. So uh, here I am, my wife says, well, listen, the only way we can do this, if we give a donation to the priest for about 50 bucks, he might marry us through the Methodist church. And right. I'm like, Methodist? What the Re hell is that? Priest the priest. Yeah. So we, uh, we invited him for uh, the reception, which, by the way, that brings me on to the second thing I want to talk to you, which is what you're talking about today. Uh-huh. Man, Calle Ocho, we didn't have money for, uh, we were about to serve, uh, do the Breen Day, you know, with Kool-Aid. So finally my dad stepped <laughs> in and he said, Listen, uh, we'll bring uh, a buchero, which is like the cheapest, cheapest uh, imitation uh, sangria or whatever the hell it is uh -huh. you could ever think of. Well, so my dad, purple. yeah, <laughs> we didn't have any money, man. And guess what? Everybody thought she was pregnant. She was 17 years old. I was 19 <laughs> years old. We're still going strong, and we love it. All right, good for you. Thanks a lot, Georgie. No problem, man. Hey, I'll uh, hey, what? I don't know. I don't know what he was going to say. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. One open line in date. Fashion file, uh, not so bad this time. Hey, Joe? Actually, well, this is, uh, this is the, uh, the fashion review thing or fashion emergency, which I hate, even though makeovers uh, are okay. Emmy is still a fat cow. Do you see her now? Do you see that she's a fat onion body? 21, wait, I can't see the clock when it's on that pole like that. 24 till 2 on QAM. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. One moment, please. Salespeople are ice holes. Salespeople are ice holes. Public service announcement about Sally Struthers. Why did it start like that? For $90, you could clothe a child. For $90, you could help fight cancer. Or you could feed Sally Struthers for a whole day. Or you could get her $90. I'm Sally Struthers. Working with starving people like I do can make you pretty hungry. And since there's not enough food to go around here, my food has to be shipped in every day. Your $90 will keep me fat and sassy so I can set a good example for these skinny little Ethiopians. Remember, it takes more than shoulder pads and a big hairdo for Sally to do good work. It also takes food. Don't be a meathead. Give us 90 bucks. It'll feed Sally Struthers for a whole day. 19 till 2, 560 WQIM. Dade County, wide open, 305-5670-560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Speaking of other things that we didn't do right, according to my family, the Cubans, of course, besides, uh, you know, having a child out of wedlock. And uh, did you see the pictures now? Look at me in the pictures. Besides that I had long hair, look at our eyes. Take note of our eyes there. This is, uh, Joe's looking at pictures of my wedding night with the wife and I. We're both so baked in that picture. That's us at the Rhapsody, at the Tropicana, the two pictures on the left, the one where she has bangs. And we're at the Rhapsody enjoying our free meal. And by that time, not only were we baked to begin with and all the way through the ceremony, laughing like Beavis and Butthead the whole time at every comment that the uh, Billy Joe Jim Bob made. I mean, we were, we had to bite our lips to keep from cracking up because we felt so silly. <laughs> all the way through the thing. But then as soon as we got to the Rhapsody, it was like, drink, drink, drink. We wanted to purge the experience from our memories but we do have the pictures they're up on our mantle and and we felt dorky 
standing and posing for him. I can only imagine what these clowns must feel like that go do the whole big thing. Yeah, man, my eyes are bleary and at half-mast. Absolutely. We were having a good old time enjoying our free meal. So speaking of all the things that we did wrong, besides getting married that way and not inviting anyone long after the child was born, also when the child was born, we did not only did we not baptize her, sacrilegious animals that we are, but we didn't pierce her ears, as is the Cuban fashion. And she got a pair of earrings. Thank you. Thank you, cuz. One of my cousins gave me, uh, gave her, the child, a pair of earrings for her first birthday or christening present. I forget which. We still have them. We still have them, by the way, because my daughter now has her ears pierced just recently, just a couple months ago. We took her to get her ears pierced because guess why? It's not my body. It's her body. We didn't believe, the wife and I, that we have the right to poke holes into other people's bodies. And I know that might seem like a little thing. Yeah, you can take the earrings out and they close up. But nevertheless, it hurts. It hurts to get your ears pierced. I mean, it ain't like a big thing. It ain't like circumcision, which if we'd had a boy, no question, we wouldn't have butchered the, uh, the male child either. But that's all part of that same thing. We don't believe that it's your right to pierce the child's ears. What if the child grows up to be a hairy-legged lesbian that doesn't believe in pierced ears? then she's got something to be pissed off at you about. It's hard enough to get along with your children. So we did all the wrong things. No baptism, no ear piercing. You know, And, of course, they naturally presume. I mean, I loved it when we got the earrings for a present. Pierced earrings, little beautiful uh, silver posts. Oh, her ears aren't pierced. They're not. Why not? Well, no, the question is, why would you? Why would you pierce your daughter's ears? I mean, it hurts. What do you want to go poking holes in a baby for right after they're born? Mobile in Miami, hello. Hi, George. Yes, sir. Hey, fantastic show. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, listen, a vote for me to give the money to the couple. There you go. That's uh, no, seriously, um, if you think about it, divorce is not a very good investment. No. You know, marriage is not a very good investment. It has, uh, you know, if you think about it, it's not good. You've got a 50-50 chance of it actually working out. And even if it does work out, you still could have really used that money for other things. No, I'm I'm telling you. But so listen, uh, don't worry about the detractors next week. You did a fine job. No, I'm not going to worry uh, about it because I get paid just the same, no matter how many people bitch about me. Yeah, there you go. And listen, second night. Oh, and by the way, speaking of getting paid just the same, I got my bonus. Hey, all right. I didn't even have to beg for it. Cool. All right. I gotta say something. Yesterday, you Please. were talking about uh, in the church and people that say they submit scientific evidence uh, yeah. uh, for particular ideas that they have to prove religion and whatnot. Right. What I say to people now, well, now you have a tool available to you that you never had before, which is the Internet. Mm-hmm. And go on the Internet and try to research any of the claims that they put on all these documents. And I have done that, and I have not once, not once found any corroborating... There isn't any. Like the guy that yesterday, did you know that the Jews were clean people, and did you know that the, you know, this is just stuff, more stuff that somebody else wrote that has no evidence behind it? No, you know, everybody has it. They have access to it. It's very cheap. It's very quick. Yep. You can do a quick search and educate Don't yourself. Don't waste your time because there's nothing yeah. out there. Don't waste your time. There's just yeah. double talk. That's okay, all you'll well, find. Okay, sir. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for making your call. 15 till 2, 560 WQAM, Mobile and Plantation. Hello. Hey, George. Hey, what? By the way, open hey. line in Dade, Dade County, wide open, 5670560. Yes, sir. Hey, see what happens when you sit in Neil's seat? Those bonuses, bonuses come a little bit easier, don't they? You, you think that had something to do with it? <laughs> I could open up a big mouth and keep bitching about it over and over again? Oh, man, I, I think it's great, man. Could be coincidence. Who knows? Daddy, but, uh, I'm going to give George his bonus. I already got it, Juliana. Thank you very much. Go ahead, sir. All right. Um, 
I want to add to the people's thoughts uh, regarding uh, how well you've done. I mean, people that call next week that oh no, gonna, don't even don't even don't even please don't. Just it's a moot point. It's not it's not arguable anymore. This is what it is. This is how it's going to work out. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, tune out, and you'll be back on Monday. It's not worth discussing. Just uh, go right into your material if you have any. Yeah, those shoes are a huge to fill. But anyway, the, the, the um, floppy clown shoes that I'm sitting in right now. Oh. Yeah, regarding uh, religion, I'm I'm going to send you a tape. I called you a few weeks ago, and uh-huh. I ran it. I ran into a uh, Oregon Christian lady. I had to give this uh, just a cassette tape to. It was a, it was someone I asked a bunch of questions regarding the Bible. You know, who he who takes life shall have his own life taken. Eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. You know, I asked him to explain this to me. They can't explain in, in a way that it makes sense. And I think, well, no, this particular guy's not uh, into religion. I think you'll see. Uh, he talks about the godness within you, which doesn't. You know, you don't need to name a god for it. All God is within you, et cetera, et cetera. I think you'd be really interested in. This. But I'll one thing. One thing. Um, I wanted to say. Uh, could I just send it to George or to Neil? Uh, whoever you want to open the envelope. Okay, because I think last time you had mentioned you better send it, put Neil's name on it, or it might get messed with or something. No, you can put my name on it. Okay, and uh, I I, I got to say, when it comes to religion, and I think it's because of your patience with people, and and Neil's so oh, it's so old for Neil to deal with discussing with people. I I just think you do a fantastic job when it comes to discussing religion, and thank uh, you. I wish wish you the best, and I hope you get some more time. Okay, thank you very yeah. much. The the thing with the religion for me, obviously, is because I was uh, deeply steeped in it. I was a part of it. And just like any other, like a recovering alcoholic or a former fat person, yes, I am very militant about it because it sucked to have your brain uh, owned by other people. It it sucked to go through life every time you had a thought to think that uh, Satan had put that thought there, uh, feeling like somebody's looking over your shoulder, going to write something down in a book uh, every time you do something wrong. I feel so free and so liberated that day that I decided that it was all bullcrap. 12 till 2 on QAM. Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. What was your first break? I went to work and knocked on doors and got a job at a small radio station in Miami Beach, Florida. I did everything. Cause, uh, I was I did the board, I did jock, I did sports, I did news, I did everything. Cleaned up, cleaned up, cleaned up, I did everything.